I can't wait until next year when all of you are in Vietnam. You will be pining for the day when someone was trying to make your life easier. And when you're over there and you're in the jungle and they're shooting at you, remember you're not dying for me because I never liked you. Mm. Mm. A word. Wow. She cleared. She cleared. And it was over them like drawing a picture of her. She was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, she's like, I'm going to actually read you within an inch of your life. I honestly don't blame her because they fully drew a picture of her giving head to Lane Price. And it was very explicit. It was giving very much Title IX. So. (laughs) Very much so. Also, ahead of her time. Very much. Yes. Men, yes. uh, Yeah, men should go to war. Whoever wrote that, they clear. Yeah. Their pen, or they're like, they were typing and their fingers were on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Fola, do you want to introduce yourself first? Well, hi, everyone. I am Peggy Olsen's fat suit from the end of season one of Mad Men. And I am Roger Sterling's blackface. <laughs> and you're listening to my unfolding over the world. Welcome back. Welcome back. Fola, how are you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm a-okay. I went to the eye doctor for the first time in, like, years. They were like, when's the last time you got an eye appointment? I was like, before COVID. So she was like, and yeah, they told me I need a little glasses prescription moment. So yeah, I just like, you know, we're just really, I'm mood boarding, like my accessories, like this is like such Mm -hmm. a big moment for me in terms of like Mm -hmm. my style and, you know, just the way that like things are, yeah, just the way that my life is put together. So I'm super excited about that. Also, Is it giving like reading glasses? I think it's like reading glasses. Okay. She was like, you just need something to like sharpen your view. Cause I was like complaining about like reading on my computer and like my iPad and how it's just like, it's not happening. And she was like, yeah, we can just give you like a little, she was like young and cool. I love, and she was a girl doctor. I love making Queen. all my doctors women of color no exactly i love new york exactly. city baby why um, would i see anyone else exactly like i'm like yeah set an appointment i think i made this appointment in like june and i was like yeah i'll wait till september i mean you already <laughs> waited what three years what's, For a girly what's three more exactly. months right exactly exactly <laughs> she's like when do you start noticing this vision stuff i was like oh, i don't know a couple months ago well, <laughs> she was like, get it together. I'm, also, I'm really excited for your glasses era. Me too. I'm so excited. I'm like, thinking yeah, I can like, see you with like a big oversized, like cunty mm-hmm. magazine editor. Right. I wear the fuck out of a suit. Like I can, I'm, I can already see it. I'm so excited. I, uh, yeah, I like have a mood board. I... Yeah, I'm just like, this is amazing. I'm, and I feel like, okay, I can like, get different pairs of glasses. Like, I don't have to wear the same pair of glasses all the time. Like, I can, I can you know, change it up. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is beautiful. I also kind of want, like, an old person necklace glasses thing. You know what I mean? Please. So I can wear them around my neck. 
I feel yes. like I don't know. And I would just get like a cute little like pearl, like string of pearls thing and wear them around my neck. I feel like that would eat. <sighs> but yeah, that's a really big update for me. You're gonna, I feel like, like I've been like the first grade. <laughs> I feel like you you're going to push them up on your forehead like a mom in a Nancy Myers movie yeah, and I'm really excited for that to be exactly. because it just exactly. it just gives if you get it you get it like exactly I was like oh this you're going to roll like, up the I sleeves and your button down shirt right or I'll be like pensive and I'll put like the little things in my mouth and I'll be like oh my god I'm thinking thinking so hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah but also it's getting chilly out it's like a, I don't know. Yay. Hooray, because I get to wear hoodies and shit. And also get to eat soups. I don't eat soups in the summer. I know people are like, you should eat mm-hmm. soup. You know, don't let the seasons determine when you eat soups. But it's like, I'm not going to eat pho when it's 90 degrees outside. It's just not happening. I'm going to eat a popsicle. You know, there are different times of the year for different things. And I'm really excited to re-enter soup era you know i'm i have a list of places i want to hit this like cold season and so yeah it's like Mm -hmm. this is my super bowl yeah yes literally soup in a bowl oh (laughs) (laughs) you know where we should go it's like totally out of the way but i do really like it there it's called the pho shop they might have more locations but mm-hmm. the kids i used to nanny for they lived near a location on the upper east side and we would go there we went there like in the summer which i don't know <laughs> but it hit and i didn't have to pay for it so exactly exactly you know, yeah do you have like a soup in mind that like like what's like what's the fola the fola soup i i don't know yet i think i'll have to like update the pod Okay. When we figure that out. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I just really want a good big old bowl of like ramen. Mm-hmm. And there's apparently a pho place in the East Village where they give you like a bone marrow. Like they give you a bone Ooh. and then you scrape it into the pho. And it also comes with like oxtail and filet mignon. And it's insane. It's like their house special pho. And mm. I need it. I need it. Period. More than I need air. But yeah. That's me. That's where I am. This feels like a very fall catch up for you. I do love that for you. I know. You're getting glasses. Something about something about fall just gives glasses. Yes. You know, like you're just gonna be in like your your Christian girl autumn. Did you see the Christian girl autumn girl like has her trip to Vermont planned for her autumn? Like she like tracks the fall foliage in the northeast and she's like yeah like the leaves are turning i see the she like she did the math and stuff and she was like yeah i'm going next week i'm getting my pictures and i'm like you know she's real yeah i love dedication honestly yeah that's a content creator like Mm, exactly because tracking the leaves i can barely track my period i'm gonna be honest (laughs) like (laughs) i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the apps are always like girl you haven't got your period in like seventeen thousand days like are you good and i'm like oh yeah sorry <laughs> my bad oh my god they love yelling at you i remember when like when roe v wade got overturned and they were like delete the period tracking apps out of your phone and so i did mm-hmm. um i don't know i was like 
I don't know. I just thought I was like being revolutionary. I think I was like, I'm literally Real. Rosa Parks right now. Real. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What's the tea? How are you, Maya? Um, I had last week was definitely one of the most like interesting weeks of my life. Um, uh, my sister was in town. Actually, first off, I went to that engagement party. That was like, mm-hmm. I guess, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And I think from that day through the end of the following week, I went out and or worked every single day. My sister was in town. She's a Capricorn Sun, Leo Moon, Virgo Rising. Okay. And yeah, so whenever she's in town, it's a bus, club, another club, (laughs) another club, next place. No exaggeration. Um, And then in like the earlier end of that week, I had a little little emotional episode moment. Yeah. yeah you know it is what it is and then I was just like really really happy like the two days afterward I I think the day after me and my sister we took our younger sister who listens to the podcast hi Serena to get her first coach bag and she didn't know that was happening so she was a little bit surprised and then we went to Central Park I was making them make TikToks with me all week because I never have anyone to make TikToks with when they're not here when when Melissa's not here I guess um and then we went to Central Park for a little bit and then I went to work and then I went to Soho House for this series that Addis is doing at Soho House about like sex and sensuality so it was just like a nice long day and then the day after that I rounded up all the girlies to go to the Mixed Feelings party and it's like Mixed Feelings is like a it's like a publication I think it's like it's affiliated with Condé Nast in like some way I think one of the co-founders might work at Condé Nast or something like oh, that interesting. um it's about just like it's like about like relationships and like emotional intelligence and like just really like i don't want to say deep but it's very much like a feelings you know publication okay. they had their their launch party in clinton hill ish i think it was clinton hill, or maybe like bedside whatever and um number one I just had a bunch of time to kill because I was coming from work and it was like an hour before the event and I didn't want to get there super early and I just I meant to go to this other bar called Turtles All the Way Down in Bed-Stuy and it was just completely the opposite way so I googled bars and I just ended up finding the love of my life in bar form which I'm gatekeeping because you know I just I'm a hater at heart and and I am an elitist and so that's just gonna have to stick between me and the girls for now but definitely the love of my life in bar form I will be back there sometime this week I think I'm gonna like do a drink and writing moment on my Carrie Bradshaw um I need to go on a date there at some point in my life so we will figure that out and then met up with my girls and went to the party and it just happened when we got to the party the girl behind us in line is this girl elijah who is my best friend's co-worker who i'm also friends with her friend from college and i had figured out the day before that she followed me on tiktok and i followed her back and i was like girl do you know such and such and she was like yes and you know such and such and i was like yes and she happened to be in line behind us at the party by herself so that was funny and the party was great they had free living cookies and there was a photo booth and they had free gay little beverages and they had free gay little alcoholic beverages and i bought a cute little keychain thing and there was a little like build your own bracelet table that they sponsored from like a jewelry company and it was free and while we were in line for the jewelry someone came up to me recognized me from tiktok so it was giving very much I was giving oh. very much sex in the city. Celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just like, I don't know. I like, I'm coming down off the high of that, mm-hmm. you know, from going really low to really high up again. So I'm trying to like 
get to like equilibrium again but mostly i would say i'm okay i love that yeah mm-hmm. equilibrium i feel Her. like yeah libra season like mm-hmm. that is literally like you're in it's it hard. oh my god we're like it's so good at fall no oh. we really are and like Autumn. just like i don't know the libra energy like it just feels just something feels like tasty you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh my mm-hmm. god okay yes before we move forward with the rest of the episode we're just reminding you all to participate in our holiday giveaway yes. all right the deal is if we reach one thousand one zero 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 followers on instagram and 105 star reviews on spotify by december 6th we are going to give away a basket of our favorite things and me and Fola have excellent taste, obviously. That's why you're listening to the podcast. And that exactly. means you have great taste. So it's going to be a good thing. Honestly, it's going to be a really good thing. Like, I'm really jealous of whoever's going to get it. Right. And you can enter the giveaway by doing the following. You can earn your entries by following us on Instagram. You can leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can share the podcast with a friend. You can respond to the Q&A questions on Spotify. And we are making a TikTok for the podcast, so you can follow the TikTok. Um, you can send us some proof to mayaandfolapod at gmail.com, or you can shoot us a DM on at mayaandfolasworld on Instagram, because, you know, we just want to know what the girlies are thinking of the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, we just, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? A podcast takes a lot of work, okay? Like work. Alice said. <laughs> you have to organize the guests and create a, a Google calendar. and But yeah. So it's just a little, you know, we scratch your back, you scratch our back. Exactly. Right? And like, who doesn't love stuff at Christmas time? Yeah. Yeah. Tap in. Tap in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Maya said, we have amazing taste. You know, we're not going to let you down. Maybe we'll start right. putting out hints about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, so we do have some quick pop culture stuff that we want to cover before we d- dive into the main topic. Fuller, do you want to start mm-hmm. us off? Yes, okay. Official. It was official this morning. The WGA strike is over. They reached a deal. It's, like, actually a really good deal, and I'm super happy for the writers. Um, hooray, hooray, hooray. They've been on strike since May. That's, like, a lot of months. Um, what is it like four plus months it's insane yeah um and this is people like you know these execs were saying like we're gonna starve these people out we're gonna like literally push them until they don't have you know resources and can't afford living and can't afford to eat and all that stuff and yeah the fact that they had to negotiate a deal for them was um you know just I just love a union. I love organizing labor. I love mm-hmm. I love when CEOs have to eat dust and shit. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I, everyone's like, oh my God, it's the Drew Barrymore thing. Like the Drew Barrymore thing showed how everyone is like outraged. I'm like, I guess. I feel like they've also been striking for four entire months. months. There's no SNL. Right, <laughs> the people are starving. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Abbott Elementary should be back. It should be. It's fucking fall. Like it should be back. It's literally school. Like, like have you ever just considered that maybe we're all sick of it? Yeah. I don't know. Also, 
I don't know. They're just giving Drew Barrymore a little bit too much credit for that. Because, like... Right. And it's also, like, the fact that she just had to wait, like, ten more days, girly pop. That's embarrassing. I would be embarrassed. Yeah. Oh, my Me God. Me as well. And it's, at the end of the day, if you're Drew Barrymore, just start a podcast. Oh, my God. Like, you just need to be on TV so that the women with, you know, who are, like, stay-at-home moms making sandwiches and crudite for their children have something White to noise. watch. <laughs> exactly. Because Ellen's gone. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. It's That's fucked. just so crazy. It's crazy. Ooh. And yeah, they're, I was saying it, like, they're pulling out all her tea, her ancestral tea. The Talk British East India Company, is... Company is crazy. It's actually insane. Like, when I saw that video, I was like, hold on. She's lying. Like, this is a joke. And then she was like, no. <laughs> actually, very much true. Did you see she also pulled out, like, receipts about Gwyneth Paltrow's family and, like, how they were, like, doing sugar plantations in the fucking Caribbean? They were, like, overseeing those. They didn't own any plantations, but they were, like... They, <laughs> yeah. they were the project managers of the they plantation? Were, like, <laughs> Wait, this is the same girl, Seema? Seema, yes, my queen. Okay, I will, I'm sure I'll be watching. Podcasts, because I'm obsessed with her. I love her brain. Yes. Yeah, I did not see that one, but I'm going to be watching it as soon as we log off here, because (laughs) Gwenny girl. But also, did you watch The L Word? No. Do you know enough about The L Word that, like, if I tell you something about The L Word, you could... You can tell me. Okay, so you know who Shane McCutcheon is from The L Word? No. <laughs> I'll look it up. <laughs> okay, look up Shane McCutch. I think you'll recognize the face. I should watch the L word, huh? You should. That it's so camp. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at her. Or, yeah. Okay. So the actress that plays her is like second cousins with Gwyneth Paltrow, which means that her family also has slavery ties now. Whoa. So Shane, baby. And Shane is like the Shane is essentially the Pete Davidson of the Elwood cinematic universe. Except like like somehow worse than Pete Davidson. Oh my god. You know god. what I mean? Just like like the bar for partners is not very high, but just like just she's like putting up like Wilt Chamberlain numbers in Los Angeles in like the early 2000s. <laughs> but yeah, she's little Gwenny's cousin, and oh I want to know what she has to say about the fact that their family used to be the project managers on the plantations. So Right. No, Gwyneth Paltrow has kind of a big family. I don't know if you saw the WeWork documentary, but, like, the guy who runs WeWork, his wife, who's, like, terrifying, who Anne Hathaway played, that's mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow's cousin, too. Really? Yeah. Also, that's crazy, because up until, like, seven or eight years ago, I didn't know why people had cousins. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they don't act like it. They don't. They, they're very much a nuclear family <laughs> race, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, death to the nuclear family, bro. It's mm-hmm. not fun or good or cool. Everyone, we should all be cousins, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to WGA. Shout out to SAG, Fran Drescher. We know, we know you're about to give the girls a deal. Um, oh, yeah. You know, don't disappoint us. Love ya. Mm-hmm. Queenie. Okay. Mm-hmm um next the the news that hit like the white heterosexual streets <laughs> taylor swift and travis kelsey 
full of, I'm trying to think of like the black equivalent of this. What would you say that is? Because I'm not like really gagged, but like I understand why the white girlies are gagged. I like I don't know, like Beyonce LeBron. Hmm. I was kind of thinking Rihanna ASAP Rocky, but I feel like I make that comparison a lot. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. I thought like it was like a pairing that like that would shake shit up. And I feel hmm. like 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 I that feel would like make I, everyone uh, gag and be like, oh my god. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, I think yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Even though I, I was thinking... happily married and like, but it would just be like, oh, oh. happily the game. According to them. Chill. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. Um, but yeah, that like had white heterosexual Twitter or life, I guess. Just, you know, chizzy. the. Yeah, the streets went up. Like, they, I'm surprised they weren't rioting and shit, honestly. Yeah. But, um, you know, I like him a lot better than Maddie Healy. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't really know that much about him except that he was dating that gr- black girl, Kayla Nicole. I think he, like, historically had been dating black women. And most recently, he was dating Kayla Nicole. And apparently, they were splitting things 50-50. Yeah. And he, yeah. Appar- appar- allegedly, he was putting That's herself on Afterpay. That's what? On Afterpay? Yeah. Not sucking up her credit. But also, maybe... maybe- Maybe it was a like, Twitter rumor, but I know, <laughs> I know he's thinking, God, I know he's like kissing the ground. The fact oh that he's God, with a big yeah. stepper now. Right. So, and that he can be, he can be baby girl and he can get taken yeah. care of. She like holds him by the waist like Zendaya. <laughs> he carries her purse. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, that video of that like chubby white guy, I think his name was Juice. And he was like, it was like two weeks ago. The video was like travis kelsey when he slid on taylor swift and it was basically him pretending that he was travis kelsey and rizzing up taylor swift <laughs> that shit had me screaming i think i watched it like four times a day because it was just so good <laughs> yeah i just i think i saw it like trending on twitter and like i do have a few friends who are swifties unfortunately but like <laughs> sorry um but yeah i was like oh what's the big deal and then they were like Taylor Swift is dating someone who doesn't look like a TV patient from Oop. 1812. <laughs> <laughs> Not a TV patient. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, that makes sense, I guess. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for them. I mean, I'm I love <laughs> drama. I'm happy for the fact that there's going to be like Swifty NFL drama in yes. the coming months. Yeah. I thought, and I, and his team won the Super Bowl last year. Like, I don't know. Right. She kind of right. ate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I saw a tweet and it was like a Swifty breakdown for like how to understand football. Like it was like, they take, each team gets four downs to move the ball 10 yards and they get to, <laughs> and they get to, and I was like, honestly, this is such a good rundown. So, no, honestly, I, I feel like, I feel like. NFL is just having we'll circle back at the end about this because I want to talk about it more that NFL is just kind of having a moment right now for people for the girlies we'll dive into it more later but I think it's like strike strike stuff like the residuals Hmm. of the strike like people are like shit we don't have anything to watch right let's watch fucking football right yeah 
Speaking of Super Bowl, Usher. It's before we got the Super Bowl. And Iconic. I think I saw a lot of doubters, like people being like, oh my God, how can Usher perform at the Super Bowl? I can't name five Usher songs. And I'm like, you can't. You can't. Yeah, that's that like a skill problem. issue. Because how, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, And I just With know what? that, like, I'll be sad. I'll be singing at the top of my lungs i i love i mean it's like usher is just like ubiquitous you know and he's just so Mm -hmm. good at what he does like a lot you know how the people want to make that one man um king of pop and you know the one who does backflips and simone biles fucking vaults jumps and shit and they're like he's 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 king of pop he's michael jordan michael jackson they are giving him the things that they should have been giving Usher mm-hmm. for decades. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just, that's all I got to say. Yeah. Also, not everyone can have a Vegas residency. Oh. So to go from right. a Vegas residency, because like Usher is obviously talented, like there's no debating that, but Vegas residency, getting involved in Kiki Palmer's baby daddy drama to Super right. Bowl. It's gorgeous. It's kind of on the come up. I kind of love it for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Usher. Yes. Usher, baby. Did you see him on that, like, outfits of whatever, like, TikTok? And he was, he dressed like a ladybug. Like, oh it God, literally, no. he was just wearing, like, this big red jacket with black spots. And everyone was, like, this ladybug-ass fit. Please. Oh, no, I gotta see that. You gotta send it to me when we're done. <laughs> I'll send it, yeah. Yes. Okay. What's next? Meg Yonce in Houston, the ultimate power up, like team up. Like I, fe- I felt like I was watching Power Rangers when they no, like exactly. join the things together and they become mm-hmm. like a big monster, like mm-hmm. that. Like I, I don't. Have words. I think I think this is the closest thing in adulthood that I will experience, akin to that's so sweet life of happiness. I was. Gonna- <laughs> you know they tried to redo it they tried to do wizards on deck with waverly place no it's not or whatever it, yeah it was, did not wizards on deck with hannah montana but that's how sweet life of hannah montana three episodes ugh, and they were just flowing into each other effortlessly no, no. It's, that was television <laughs> that was television we used to be yeah. a country mm-hmm. yeah oh my mm-hmm. god i want to rewatch those episodes but anyway yeah it was so good Beyonce I cried. in Houston. <sighs> like, there was actually so much. Like, of course, Meg Yonsei, like, Megan being, performing Savage, because they haven't performed Savage together mm-hmm. ever, because it came yeah. out, like, what, May of 2020? Like, right. pandemic era. And, like, I don't know. It was just amazing to see her. And to see, like, Megan on stage and, like, being happy and being celebrated and, you know, just, like, being, I don't know, just Black women, Black womening and, you know, mm-hmm. me being in love with the two of them. No, nope, um, exactly. And the fact that they love each other, like, just. Right. I want them <sighs> to top me. Real. <laughs> Real. <laughs> Like both Beyonce and Megan. I feel like they could kill me and I'd be like, thank you. 
Yeah, I they would be doing me so many favors, actually. <laughs> and also, like Beyonce being like, "Blue, look at my town. Like this is this is this is where I came from. This is all for you." Da, 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 da. I was like, "Oh my god!" No, if I could cry, if the Prozac wasn't sucking the tears out of my ducts, <laughs> I'd be weeping. Okay, but yeah, I just. Beyonce. She's just she's just that girl. Also, if I was making a stallion, I definitely would have dropped out of Global Citizen Fest for that too. Absolutely. Like the the who? <laughs> <laughs> the, the what? I, the two nights uh, of Beyonce. Yeah. Right. Honestly, I would do a lot less for less. So I <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? I I can I'm an Aries moon. I can very easily be swayed by my own <laughs> desires. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah we won it's like when they you know make the tour dvd or whatever like that's clearly gonna be a section of it mm-hmm. and you know beyonce and her fucking cowboy hat um you know i just i love her and like yeah i'm gonna we can talk about it later at the end because i have mm-hmm. this is one of my um parts of my weekly brief but yeah mm-hmm. i just <sighs> Every episode, we bring up Beyonce, and I'm like, well, I love her. I mean, she is, like, our Too president, much. basically. So, she's she's the leader of the Mayan yeah. of Free Nation. Exactly. So, she doesn't know it yet, but she, <laughs> she doesn't is. know. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just too good. Yeah, I, like, I was so emotional. I was like, Megan! That's really, that's really my girl. And, like, I just, I just don't understand people who... I especially don't understand people who don't like Megan Thee Stallion because I heard her run the word onomatopoeia on a freestyle like four years ago. And that's when I knew that she was up next. Like, I really, I really don't know what to tell you guys. I really can like, can you guys even spell onomatopoeia? Like quickly, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And don't think about it too hard. Yeah. Megan came to Howard and like, that was like, very early like that was like 2018 mm-hmm. and everyone was like megan the stallion's coming i was like who and they showed me her i was like wait she's hot <laughs> but I, I was too late to get a ticket but i was like oh i just i feel her mm-hmm. i feel her on campus while i'm on campus yeah so love her and it's just like, after all the bullshit that people have put this young woman through like i'm just you know exactly <sighs> Yeah. Tory Lanez is in jail in LA with his wig lifting. In jail. The wig glue, we can see it. Lace we can up see in the air. Lace. Your lace is waving at us and saying hello. Good morning. Oh my God. Did I ever tell you that my last concert before the pandemic was November of 2019? I saw Carly Rae Jepsen open for Megan Thee Stallion at Pace University <laughs> for $35. Wow. After Fever came out. Like, this was, like, right when she blew up. Yeah, and that was my last concert before the pandemic, I'm pretty sure. That's a way to close it out. Yeah, and I was in, like, second or third row. Wow. Wow. I'm jealous of you. The fact that I will never be able to pay less than $200 to pay Megan Thee Stallion, to see Megan Thee Stallion, or Carly Rae Jepsen, devastating. I want a fear. You did? (laughs) But Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tory Lane's having to like mix up like gum and like, you know, shoe polish in the commissary to get his wig to stay in place, but it's still moving yeah. out of the way, still shifting, mm-hmm. yeah. still doing a little dance on your head. Hmm. 
<sighs> I have to laugh. I love to see men suffer. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Speaking of Perfect. men suffering. <laughs> Seriously, that's a beautiful... <laughs> Speaking of men suffering, y'all know we had to talk about fucking boy math. Boo. Tomato, tomato, Boo. tomato. I'm not even throwing tomatoes. I'm throwing the cans. I'm yes. Throwing... <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, I just have so many... Th- I have so many grievances. Number one, can women have fucking anything? No. Just the least original motherfuckers on the planet. Boy math, boy dinner, city boys up. Right. I told you about Brolentines back in February, oh, right? Yeah. These this group of guys got together for Valentine's Day dinner, but instead of calling it Galentines, they're calling it Brolentines. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I start to understand Christian Walker a little bit more every single day. Bring our men back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay so semi-tangent i'm not gonna get too far window because we actually do have a full episode topic but when people online are like oh like you guys are being homophobic and misogynistic towards men because you're calling them sassy and you're making fun of them for doing feminine things i'm not making fun of feminine men for doing feminine things because i don't think men should be doing feminine things i personally am making fun of them because they literally invented the patriarchy right. and homophobia right. and they're like i hate women i hate gay people blah 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 blah, blah. but then they're like it's giving, you know, they're stealing all our slang. They're exactly. drinking espresso martinis. Exactly. They're way too into fashion. And it's like, it's giving very much white people wearing box braids. <laughs> That's what it's giving. Right. You know? They, like, built like, the you cage can't be... and yes. they locked it. And they were like, oh my God, I'm stuck in this cage. I can't believe I'm in this cage. <laughs> because how are you going to be misogynistic and homophobic? But then also be copying things that women and gay gay people do. Exactly. It's what's not clicking. What's not clicking? And um, I loved seeing the girls unload the clip on Twitter. I don't have a public Twitter anymore, so I'm just going to give you guys some a couple some of what I think is boy math. Um, so number one, when they completely destroy your relationship because they didn't want to have a simple conversation with you regarding their feelings arguing about $200 dates when they don't have $200 of disposable income, over-promising and under-delivering when it's time to actually rise to the occasion, (laughs) having an exaggerated understanding of their own intelligence or skill set, lacking critical thinking or emotional intelligence, but being well-versed in all of their stupid-ass hobbies like building computers and playing video games and shit. I was going to say Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to heal your mother wound through unsuspecting women. Like, literal random hinge shorties. Forex. Oh my god, Forex. Ah, that was an era. And last but not least, circling back to what I was just saying, picking and choosing what parts of the patriarchy they want to do with and which parts they want to keep. Because y'all cannot want to be leaders of the house, have women submit to you, but y'all also want to go 50-50 on bills. Exactly. Asking women what they bring to the table. My lip gloss. Can't even build a fucking table. Like... Exactly. Oh, and also... This is, like, very specific to New York men. Number one, thinking that all of them can be creative directors, rappers, streetwear brand owners, photographers, and content creators. We need garbage men. No, literally. Who is going to drive the train? I'm sorry. And also, girlies, if you're listening to this, that man who is doing fit checks of his outfits in Soho is not going to provide for you. The man in the, in the Amy Leon door cap, not going to provide for you. 
Let's get that out of the way. He's so serious. He's in credit card debt for that outfit. But he's he's wearing a tote bag. <laughs> There's no wallet in there. I need you to understand that. There's only a hydro flask and a lip gloss. It's a lip balm. It's mad fucking flat. He has the, he has the bomb.com in there. Like, he's not. <laughs> not the fucking glossy. <laughs> also, another piece of New York boy math is that they make fun of girls for liking astrology, but they're fans of the Knicks, and the Knicks have not won a championship since before the laser printer was invented. So, because at least the stars are real. At least right. the planets and shit are real. Exactly. All right? The NBA championship is fake, and they can't even obtain that. So I think we should talk about that. <laughs> also, guys will literally work at on Wall Street and be like, ew, astrology. Like, stocks are literally just vibes. If Literally. all the rich people are like, mm, that kind of sucks, then the economy fucking tanks. So I right. don't know. I like I like the stars. I like the planets. They're fun. Celestial exactly. bodies. Yeah. Also, the fact that astrology is like been not even proven to be true necessarily, but the fact that astrology is just present in so many other cultures and they all kind of agree on the same things. I don't know. It's yeah. when you look at the material, it's right there. Right. You know, just like I saw the video, this video, and I was like, "You need to think of astrology as like a timekeeping practice." Exactly. And I was like, "Yes, like this is not about like predicting the future. Like this is just about recording things." Exactly. Like, yes. I was gagging, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. And it's like, anyway. yeah, it's about like indicating time and like pattern recognition as well. Like exactly. it's, it's, but. Men would yeah. literally rather die before they take any of women's interests seriously. So it's, it's crazy because it's like they don't take women's interests seriously. And then the only way they can have fun is by taking things that women are doing and giggling at ourselves about mm-hmm. and giggle at themselves and not even do it in a funny way. Like there's like that narrative that women aren't funny. Like it's literally just it's not true. Like someone will lie to you. And told yeah. you you were fly hot and sexy. And you're not. You're nothing of the sort. You're nothing of the sort. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. Justice for the girls. If your if your boyfriend was posting about boy math, uh, I hope you get reparations. I hope you get a coach bag or a Dior saddle bag. Yeah. If your boyfriend was posting about boy math, you gotta register for him for the draft. You don't. <laughs> because it's not, no. Nor. 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 Boy right. math. Mm, okay. It took us 40 minutes to get to the topic of. <laughs> well, that's just par for the course. Uh, exactly. At this point. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you couldn't tell by the introduction to the episode, Exactly. Today we're going to be discussing Mad Men. Yeah. I yeah. The theme song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was watching it last night. I was like, why is it kind of chewing? I was like, oh, it's like, it's a pussy popper. Like, yeah, like <laughs> when the beat kicks in. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I really be Scarlett Johansson and Mary Shrum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what like it's i don't know mad men is just the girl like i feel like she doesn't get the appreciation she deserves and like mm -hmm. we are here to do that yeah 
Yeah. And it's definitely a shared, much like a, like most of the stuff we're going to talk about, it's definitely a shared interest in the Maya Fola yes, cinematic universe. Of course. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Do we want to do like a little mini synopsis? Yeah, just a little Men? rundown. Maybe if people mm-hmm. like listen to the pod and they haven't seen the show, we can like mm-hmm. convince them to do so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Mad Men follows Don Draper, mm-hmm. played by the love of my life, John Hamm. And he is the creative director at an advertising agency on Madison Avenue in New York City in the 1960s called Sterling Cooper which later becomes Sterling Cooper Draper Price. And yeah, it really is just like a, it's a historical show, but it doesn't really like feel historical, but like, it's just, it's definitely, it's in like the, what I like to call like the holy trinity of like white male prestige television, you know, like Sopranos, Sopranos. Mad Men. What's the other one? Breaking Bad? that I don't like. Oh, yeah, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. You know, like, yeah, like, the the trifecta of, like, shows that white men like. And I just feel like Mad Men is very unique, and it's very different than the other two in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, it was created by Matthew Weiner. Weiner? I don't know how you pronounce his name. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, like, the first dramatic show that AMC did on mm-hmm. cable. Matthew Weiner actually wrote on Sopranos, like, towards the end of the show. And he had just, like, always been really interested in, like, advertising as an industry, especially on Madison Avenue, especially in the 1960s. And he was just doing a lot of research on it, and he thought it was a great way to, you know... He thought that it was a great avenue to tell stories of, like, wealth and power and racism and sexism and all types of things in the United States in the 1960s. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the story of a decade, man. That's oh, why yeah. I like to advertise it to people. It's just like, yeah, yeah. it's a decade. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you just watch the world change and the way they mm-hmm. interact with the world and all that stuff over just the span of like 10 years. And this is like pre-internet, pre-like mm-hmm. all these like other mass modes of communication. And it's still like these very drastic changes that are happening and you like see them manifest in all the characters and it's just it's just so good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Fola, what would you say is like your personal relationship to mad men why don't you fill us in yeah i i was trying to think of like the first time i watched mad men because i had a lot of false starts i think i watched it i tried to watch it in like high school but i know for a fact that i watched it all the way through during my depression winter from 2018 to 2019 this is like right before i picked up succession crazy how things work like that um, i was also depressed that winter oh my god Twin. Twin. <laughs> yeah i don't know what was going on there but i guess being a 19 year old just was not was not it but mm-hmm. i think mad men was like and i was like taking like organic chemistry and organic chem lab and that shit was mm-hmm. hard and it was like psychologically draining so the only thing i really wanted to do was just watch tv on my laptop like whenever i had yeah. free time and like, smoke a bowl because i did mm-hmm. have a bowl at that time but i would watch mad men and i was just like it was like so soothing to me and mm-hmm. just fun and yeah I think I also liked, like, the historical aspects of it. I liked, 
just the story in general. And I'm a chronic rewatcher. So like I've rewatched mm-hmm. Mad Men probably like three times. And so it's like wow. when I rewatch a show, it's I do it to like but it's like for Mad Men, I don't think I like have watched like fully rewatched from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I think I've rewatched mm-hmm. like in chunks. But like yeah. when I rewatch TV, I feel like it's like I'm here, like I, I'm trying to gather like the other things. I'm trying to like, you know see what appeals to my senses and stuff instead of just like trying to like you know decipher the plot and I think yep. that like my brain can only do one thing at a time so it's like I'll rewatch Mad Men and I'll be like oh my god the looks this is all I'm watching Mad Men for I'm watching Mad <laughs> yeah. Men for the outfits um yeah and it's just it was so good and I think it's just yeah it's just really beautiful television like mm-hmm. I think yeah Sopranos has sons and I'm gonna say the better son is Mad Men top two yeah. and not number two? Oh, absolutely bad. Shout out to the girls who love it. It just feels racist and I don't like it. I've tried to watch it so many times and mm-hmm. it's just, it's not my tea. It doesn't give. Um, but yeah, I just feel like Walter White would call me a porch monkey uh, um, <laughs> or he would give me a dirty look from the window of his car, nigger, like right. under his breath or some shit. <laughs> no, it's like man's is making meth. You think that yeah. you like black people? No. That is not a progressive drug. <laughs> if he like was a drug dealer, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I can yeah. rock with Breaking Bad, you know. If he was doing like K, like Special K, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay, I see. Right. Mm-hmm. Meth, crystal. Sorry, babes, it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. But yeah, also like thinking about how Mad Men is like a direct descendant of the Sopranos like oh you know, yeah Breaking Bad's like you know a third cousin twice removed like you know we've got like people from the Sopranos now making Mad Men and that's there's something beautiful there mm-hmm. um which I love it's very much like Diana Ross and Tracy Ellis Ross I think yes 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 mm-hmm. yes yeah yes mm-hmm. yes okay what about you Maya yeah so I always say that, like, my TV career, like, as a, like, a more serious TV enjoyer started when I was a freshman in high school, and I started Mad Men actually my sophomore year of high school. I think up until this point, I had binge-watched and, like, was obsessed with, like, How I Met Your Mother, American Horror Story, just, like, it was right at the time when I got access to, like, streaming, and I remember I was just in the mood to watch another show and I had been seeing Mad Men pop up on the, on the Netflix homepage, mm-hmm. but no one else that I knew was really watching it. And then I just decided to tap in. And I think similarly to you that it was just something really like fun, but also soothing about it and something that's very comforting. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it being a historical piece, I think that there's a very fine line between a historical piece being like cheesy and being inviting and I think Mad Men is very much the latter mm-hmm. like it really does feel like you are in the agency with them and it doesn't feel like you're like just walking around a museum or like you're watching like civil a civil war reenactment or some shit yeah. um yes I started it my sophomore year I didn't realize that it was about or I think it might have been I think what might have prompted me to watch it was that it was about to end that year like like series finale type B and I vividly remember being in my basement like trying to catch up while making my sweet 16 like party favors or whatever on the floor and yeah it just felt like a it just was just such a good like capital G grown-up show and 
it just the feel of the show is just so unique and like, it almost feels like theater in a way because it's so character driven rather than plot driven and like it's not like sopranos where like somebody's getting killed somebody's selling drugs they're gonna sh have a shootout blah 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 and i think just the very nature of it it just makes it inherently discerning mm -hmm. and you're either a madman girl or you're not exactly you know yeah Shout out to all the Mad Men girlies. All my like all my TV friends are Mad Men girls, and that's why I think it's just like it's like oh, taste. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think it's <laughs> severely underrated, and honestly, I kind of wish that Stan Twitter had been around when Mad Men was on the air because like Succession Stan Twitter was so fun. I know Mad Men, Mad Men? Stan Twitter would have been insane. Would have a oh my god. It would have chewed. Yeah. <sighs> mm -hmm. And then also in. It's like semi unrelated, but maybe related subconsciously. But that was my sophomore year. Up until like my senior year of high school, I thought that I was going to like go to law school and become a lawyer and stuff, which still up in the air, honestly. Taking college marketing my senior year and I like fell in love with it right away. And then I was like, oh, this is basically what they're doing on Mad Men, you know? <laughs> but it did, the love definitely did come from the admiration and like the fascination I had with marketing was definitely about the class and like learning about it and then I kind of just made the Mad Men connection later yeah. and also in preparing for this episode I read this New York Times piece that was called Mad Men and its love affair with the 60s pop culture and it helped me really put into perspective just how much older media Mad Men introduced me to my parents are immigrants they didn't move here until like the early to mid 80s I would say so I have a lot of like cultural gaps up until then and yeah, it just introduced me to a lot of stuff that I don't think I would have ever learned about otherwise, like Frank O'Hara, Meditations of an Emergency, because Don mails that book to Rachel Mencken, I'm pretty sure, in season one, and I bought it, and it's, I think, one of my favorite pieces of poetry. And also Mark Rothko, because Burt Cooper had the Mark Rothko painting in his office, and they were all sneaking into his office to see the painting and stuff. Yeah. And... Yeah, so I just, I don't know, it just has a special place in my heart. I always tell people it is my number one favorite show. And it really just, it really is just like, if you get it, you get it type thing. You know, it's not, it's not for everyone. And I think that's okay. And that's, I'm also elitist. So I don't think everyone should have the same interest anyway. So Yeah. And not everyone has like the, the range. No, exactly. Um. Yeah, I also, I think I also just like, learning about like white people things um Mad Men was like very helpful because there are things <laughs> about you know it's just like you know, my parents are also not from here they moved to America in like, the 90s so there's just like things about like you know also like culture that I'm just like what the fuck are they talking about and Mad yeah. Men it gives me like kind of a basis for that I'm like oh <laughs> okay like how okay I'm Mad Men like they did not like really have cousins and shit like yeah. you know what i mean um yeah like they didn't like they, it wasn't always like they were just running around each other's houses like it was like mm -hmm. it had to be like a very like formal like setup and i don't mm -hmm. know yeah 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 also like on the topic of Mad Men media i was watching the hobo code yesterday which is season one episode eight and there's a scene where I guess like Pete and Peggy, which I guess we'll get into eventually, but that was <laughs> certainly a pairing. Um, Pete and Peggy were having like their little like will they won't they moment, I guess. And then they all went dancing. And then they were at like the, I don't know, the sock hop or whatever the fuck it's called. And the <laughs> twist came on and they literally went up like a bunch of white people at a frat party hearing Finito by Chief Keef. Okay, I, so I was, 
Yeah, I was like, I was like, there's no way the streets are going up like this over fucking the twist. I was like, don't, don't piss me off. But I remember watching it yesterday and I was like, this is all right. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Like her doing, and her doing the twist and like looking him dead in the eyes was like literally like her, like the equivalent today of like sexy red or like ice spice like putting doing the hand on the pussy like move <laughs> like it was like, oh my god she was like i am a seductive baby in no. my fucking triangle bra and my like six layers of whatever you know her calf length skirt <laughs> bro remember in the first episode when pete met her and he was like what are you she was like oh he was like oh where are you from she was like Brooklyn and he was like oh are you like Amish or something <laughs> why did you wear up like that no like and like I think we always talk about the fuck ass mob but like we need to get into the fuck ass ponytail because that <laughs> shit I like maybe we'll come up with like a different name for it but that fucking ponytail in the and with the slight bang it was I hated it <laughs> I'm gonna say it Peggy Olsen I'm I'm a Peggy Olsen hater. I'm sorry. I'm a Peggy Olsen hater. She just doesn't sit right with my spirit. In the same way that Julia Garner doesn't sit right with my spirit. Mm. Okay, so I always say Julia Garner kind of gives me like she would be your white woman classmate at a historically women's college. And when you guys are having an intense discussion in class about race or something and like English 1000, she'd be like, you're making me angry and start crying and shit yeah i think peggy olsen definitely falls into the same category and i don't know maybe it's internalized misogyny but she just gives me major brown noser vibes (laughs) and also the fact that she was trying to like make a move on dom like her third day there like shorty chill and he was like "Uh." (laughs) is it actually (laughs) he's like i'm sorry i wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole um but (laughs) anyway enjoy yourself and the uh, fact that she had to just keep going back to be his assistant after that was sick. nuts. Sick. <laughs> sick and twisted. Uh, <sighs> my God. I'm, like, neutral on Peggy Olsen. Like, I think I like some of her moments, but I totally okay. see where you come from. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are like, oh, Peggy Olsen is, like, such a, you know, representation of, like, womanhood and da 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 I'm like, white womanhood. Yeah, forget to put that fucking qualifier in there. Yeah. This is why the Gen Z girls need to tap into Mad Men. Absolutely. Because, of course, the white millennial girlies are going to think that Peggy Olsen is, like, the pinnacle of feminism. Even though she was, like, arguing down with Abe about racism. Right. Right. And just, like, being weirdly racist. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that... Yeah, I I, like, I didn't hate her, but I like when she... I like her little Mm -hmm. triumphant moments, I will say um mm-hmm. you know when she walks down with the box and the sunglasses i'm like yeah okay she ate she that, she ate that. Yeah. and you yeah. know i did love her fat era um probably my favorite thing that has ever happened on mad men also like the way that they are like talking to her as she's gaining this weight like they are like <laughs> They're like, oh, like you got too comfortable at your job. Now you're fucking like it's like they like he was like they like they slim up for like job interviews and then now that the like checks are coming in, they fucking just like they let themselves go. Uh whole time she was pregnant. Okay. With child. Okay, I will say, so I think I've told you this, but like 
my high school English teacher and history teacher my freshman year, they were like besties because I think one of them like coached the other or something or whatever. And they both separately spoiled Sopranos for me by accident. I don't think they realized they were doing it. But um, like the ending. Mm-hmm. And so the Peggy being pregnant reveal was one of the first times I was truly like gagged buy a tv show because i'm like 15 or 16 years old i'm coming home i'm taking off my plaid skirt i'm wearing a polo on top and spandex shorts on the bottom in my basement watching mad men and i'm like i'm sitting here folding up my sweet 16 invitation i'm like am i bugging or is this bitch gaining weight or or is it just me like i don't i i don't know you know what i mean and then it gets revealed that she was pregnant the whole time and i was like damn and also with pete's baby I would have given that nigga up too. I'm sorry. Where is that little monster? Probably like in the Senate or some shit. Probably like honestly, he probably grew up to be a serial killer. Yeah, he probably was. I mean, those ones still they still join like the Senate. True. (laughs) They still make it like pretty high up into politics. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He feels like he would be in the Manson family if that like was a couple years later. Did they ever mention your like, your Peggy mom Olsen is family? Peggy Olson and your dad is Pete Dykeman Campbell, the nigga that threw a turkey out of the window? <laughs> like, <laughs> like please be serious. No, yeah, like give him away too. Um, I I would not have brought him to term, but I also know my sister was in denial, and it was a different time. Right. So it was like imagine mm-hmm. like you just cough and like a baby slides out of you. Like what? <laughs> And then like she was like, "It." You didn't think anything at all, right? Anyway. You you didn't notice your period was missing for a little bit. You know they were not teaching the girls sex education, and she was Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Oh my God, you got a job here? Go to the OBGYN and get a get a birth control prescription." Yeah, because like, what happened to the birth control? Like, <laughs> what happened to the birth control bill? Why That's do they show that scene if like? definitely a plot hole and then the fact that she like had a mental breakdown for two weeks real i don't know she was kind of real for that i've never known a real (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah okay let's jump in i mean further than we've already like been jumping um i guess do you want to do like favorite characters i guess or like people that we hate hmm people that i hate I did already say Peggy. I would say most of them I am just indifferent about, to be quite honest. Oh, Glenn. <laughs> I literally wrote a paragraph about Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Bishop? Glenn. <laughs> no, he's just so unnecessary. Just so like, messy and weird. Another serial killer. Imagine you like Nepo Baby your way into TV and you are the worst part of it your dad is writing you into scenes and and he's literally writing you into television history and it's he's bad writing, you suck like, and everyone hates you crazy he was yeah so he annoying. was him asking betty for a lock of her hair oh my god and when she was in the bathroom and <laughs> she was like she was like get out and he's like <laughs> or like what didn't they like kiss or something that was so fucking weird <laughs> He tried to make a move on her, af- like, 10, 10 to 15 years later, after she moved to Rye or wherever they moved to. And then he was like, well, I actually am about to go off to Vietnam, so 
Are you trying to smash or what? And it's like, bruh. <laughs> Your mom slapped her in the face at the grocery store. Like, let's <laughs> let's maybe reevaluate. Reel it in. Also, you're literally going to Vietnam. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, Vietnam. Like, are you kidding? He was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go smash my neighbor from 15 years ago in another neighborhood. Are the prospects that bad? Also, wasn't he going to boarding school or some shit? It was something. I don't know. I think Sally went to boarding school. He went to visit her. Ugh. Characters you hate? Characters I hate. Yeah, I was like, I was gearing up for Glenn. I want to say Betty's dad, Gene, Grandpa Gene. I know I that he's, so- I just didn't like him. The part where like his money goes missing and he's talking mm-hmm. to Carla and he's, mm-hmm. I know you stole my money, bitch. I was like, oh, fuck you. And when he died, I was like, oh, yeah, a breath of fresh air. I've been sick of him. He's so annoying. No, he was annoying. And Sally was like. This is not funny. Do you, you know what's the <laughs> thing you know she does? Where he does? She's like, she's like yelling at them. Like, what? What's her actress? Kira, Kira. What's her? Kira Shipka. Kira Shipka. Yeah. Queenie. Shout out to her. Isn't she like dating John Mayer? Free her. Free her. Get her out of there. Yeah. Leave her alone. Get a job. Get her. <laughs> But no, I I, the way that she was screaming after the grandpa died was kind of, it's it like, was it's not funny, funny, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was funny. I go back, like, I laugh at that scene every time because it's like... Because they're all crying and she's like all red and like snotty and shit. It's not funny. You're laughing. It's not funny. And she, it's like, okay. I think it's also just like having been like an eight-year-old and like feeling big emotions and not having the capacity to like express them and then trying to do that in front of adults and adults are just like looking at you with like a blank face while you're like i'm feeling so many things and they're like okay girl and (laughs) yeah like i empathize with her in that situation but i'm still gonna giggle and she was in her little ballerina outfit yeah oh my god the the bun the bun so high so tight no, her shit was laid, honey. Literally giving her like a, a ponytail facelift. I know Betty was just just oh brushing the whole face yeah. to get it that sleek. Uh, trying to think of who else I don't like. Oh, that I don't like the the neighbor, the one that's always coming over and like, oh my god, I brought some, I got, I brought a shirt over, and then it's like her like coming to talk shit with Francine, Betty. Francine. It's not even like I don't I like, like her. Miss I'm just like, girl, you're always here. We don't know what your house looks like. You're not really mm-hmm. giving. And I get the point, but it's, I don't know. I just don't really she, fuck with you. She could have gave us more. For Betty's one friend, she definitely could have gave us more. Exactly. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Controversial. Mm-hmm. Freddie Rumson. He does not, I don't find him charming. Um, He's the one that like peed on himself, right? Because yeah. he was drunk. Yeah, and his dog. That's that show was so sad. Crazy. Yeah, he was kind of pathetic. I don't like, and I don't like what's the other guy's name? The guy who's trying who tries to like fuck Peggy, Doc Phillips. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much just like the randoms that they would like insert into an episode, and I'd be like, oh, okay, like why are we still here? <laughs> yeah, I need. I don't know. Yeah, there's probably other also, people that I'm annoyed with. Everyone tried to fuck Peggy that first season. I was like, damn. Ken, 
Paul. Right. And I get it because she was like new merchandise or whatever. But I was like, but she okay. wasn't that girl. I'm sorry. Right. I'm like, she wasn't. You're looking at this micro bang. And you're like, yeah, actually, I'd love to smash. Okay, you know what it's giving? Kimberly from Sex Lives of College Girls. (laughs) (laughs) The way, the way, oh my god, I would have died. The way they were having discourse over whether she was hot or just white. And on top of that, her brother is Timothy Chalamet. Oh my god, like Timothy Chalamet <laughs> is in these bajillion dollar movies and you're in a Mindy Kaling show. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, a sister. low budget HBO Max show. Like that and, sounds like an oxymoron. And he's he's your younger brother. Oh, I'd be sick. Oh, I'd be sick. And he's dating Kylie Jenner. Oh, I'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that would send me over the edge. I think that yeah. I think I would write a manifesto if I was her. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Peggy shouldn't have been getting as much ass as she was i think there's like there's like there's something i think like you know like white girl inflation for like the Mm -hmm. amount of attention that some women get just by virtue of being not of color Mm -hmm. and peggy is like the prime example of that yeah but shout out to shorty you know basket of kisses or whatever the fuck she ate that a little bit (laughs) and glow coat or whatever (laughs) Yo, her fighting with Donna her birthday, like when That's Mona Leo said, <laughs> when Mona Leo said that nigga made you cry on your birthday, she was talking about Peggy and Don. Yeah, <laughs> he was being so mean. You no, know, like he he chewed. But honestly, it was kind of sexy. I'm gonna say it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what that says about me. Christine and I will unpack that in therapy on Friday morning. Yeah. But also, like I don't know. You know, like I said, I'm a Peggy hater. So like. And, you know, I would do anything for Don Draper. So Definitely. watching him yell at her, I was like, get her again. Get her for me. Get her again for yeah. me. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, Don Ham. Don Draper. Husband. Like, what's so hot about him? I'm trying to, like... Because it's something about him and Mad Men mm-hmm. that is, like, it's just freak nasty. Like, is it the suits? Okay, I think... I'm thinking like the first episode because I was rewatching mm-hmm. it like last week. When that when it opens up to him in the bar and he's mm-hmm. trying to like come up with a thing for Lucky Strike, you know, it definitely the suit, yeah. definitely the gel down hair, the fact that Don Draper is just mad mysterious and he's always mm-hmm. kind of just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> the look you did. It was really funny. <laughs> he's mad mysterious he's a hella smart and creative and then just john ham just is he just he's that guy like he i cannot think of somebody who is better suited for a role right you know what i mean also the way john ham would just walk around with like his dick print like just like screaming he'd be like hello hello i'm here (laughs) (sighs) and i'd be like hi how are you he, uh, he was just he's just so husband like it just so, shout out to him for recently getting married best of luck to you and the messes. <sighs> well okay i will say the wife kind of lost because he is kind of in his flop era right 
So, because like, if he got married at like peak Mad Men, I would be a Ooh, little bit more upset. Absolutely. But the fact that he got married now, I'm like, okay. What is he's in Curb Your Enthusiasm? What is he even doing? It's like adopting a senior dog. End of life care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, honey, let me take you to your audition. Like, you know, when the dogs have like wheels for legs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. No, I don't know if that was like ableist. I'm sorry to the dog. Uh, sorry to the disabled community. <laughs> a disabled. Yeah. But yeah, in the prime of Mad Men, that was just a specimen. Like he was so hot and just in, in Mad Men. Yeah, it's like the confidence. He just walks into every room and everyone's like, oh my God. Exactly. And yeah. And it's just like also just finessing your entire life and just making a bunch of shit up and everyone being like, well, there's no internet and no way that we can connect to each other and like reach out and find the truth about things. So I guess he's just telling the truth. He's literally Anna Delvey. <laughs> he's literally Anna Delvey. Anna Delvey like... was watching Mad Men and she was like, hold on, hold on, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write that down real quick. She opened up a Google Doc. She was like, hmm. She said, I got it. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I oh I God. wish John Hamm. I don't know. Like he did some random stuff after Mad Men. I thought he was good on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I thought that show was fun and oh, his character yeah, was fun. He was fun. I still think he should be Batman. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. I can see that. I can mm-hmm. just see him in like a superhero movie, just being yeah. like weird and diabolical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch Black Mirror, like that one episode that he's in? Oh, of course I did. White Christmas. He was weird in that one. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. But I was also like, hmm. Yeah. Fola, what would you say is your Mad Men, Sun, Moon, and Rising? Okay. I want to say... Oof. I, okay, I think, like, my moon is Roger Sterling. Okay. Like, walk with me. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. just he's just such a little bitch. And I love him. Like He's so fucking zesty. He's he's, <laughs> he's so <laughs> zesty. And it's just like like you're like, I don't know. I just I just love his little style. I love his white hair. I love his little suits too. And he's just like, my father, my father used to run this company. And everyone's like, okay, well, well your dad's dead. So what? And I don't know. I just, I love him. I just love how annoying he is. Um, mm-hmm. He would I love the fuck out of an espresso martini. Down. <laughs> I feel like he, he probably invented it. He like, probably back was then. like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Bring me the vodka. <laughs> oh my God. This is Blanket Ship. I'm a Mrs. Blanket Ship son. Um, I know. I want to say, I'm thinking very highly of myself. I want to say I'm a Megan Calvay pre marrying Dawn son uh-huh. you know That's as a kind. girly pop with like not the straightest teeth but like i'm still beautiful and stuff i really just like identified with her i was mm-hmm. like yeah she's like she's like not perfect but she's still like so cunt and mm-hmm. beautiful and like it's undeniable beauty and yeah, yeah i just love that I'm trying to think of who my rising is i want to say burt cooper Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. take your shoes off when you walk into my house. Are you kidding me? And yes, oh I'm going to walk around in socks. Because this Period. is my... <laughs> exactly. 
oh my god, when Pete tried to expose Don for lying about his identity, and Bert was like, okay, nigga, and like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> he was like, okay, <laughs> like what, like tell me what I want you want me to do about it. This man is fucking. He just told the Lucky Strike people that it's toasted, and right, <laughs> and and so it's like, you want me to, you want me to fire him? Get he was grip. standing there in his little suit, like the emoji. Oh just my like... god, exactly. He like tucks his little hands under his little belly. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. to the guy who act- who played him. That was a sad oh, day. Yeah. King. Damn. Mm-hmm. He was kingy. Kingy. I want to say like, I'm like a Joan Venus. Mm, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I'm definitely, I think Rachel Mencken is one of the underdogs of Mad Men, and we'll get to that in a minute. Definitely a Rachel Mencken son. I think I'm a Sally Draper Moon because Mm. my parents are very deeply flawed people, but like whose parents aren't. And then I think I'm a Pete Campbell rising. And was I just shitting on Pete Campbell? I was, but like the man has great one-liners. You know, what do you want me to say? Like it's a chip and dip. He threw the turkey out of the window from, like, the 30th floor of their apartment building. Not great, Bob. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, my personal favorite is when he and his wife moved to fucking wherever the fuck they moved to. And he was like, I want to get an apartment in the city. And she was like, you're not getting an apartment in the city. And he was like, it's an epic poem for me to get home. And I was like, yeah. As a South Brooklyn girly, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Yes. So... And he's just yeah. like a Manhattan girly, like, you know, I think he would have so much fun in, like, the modern day, you know, New York City scene. Um, he would go to Dine Square. He, also, he was an OG Nepo baby, because his yeah, family exactly. was the Dykeman family. Like, Yeah. He would, like, live in Soho. Like, he'd be like, yeah, I actually have a loft. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to say I, like, have a soft spot for Pete Campbell. He's annoying. He's mm-hmm. annoying as fuck, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I kind of admire like him. his boy like mischief, especially in like the earlier seasons. He's <laughs> just so like Lindsay. naive and dumb. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, oh, you're just so like you're sort of like poking him in the chest, you know. And I love how he balds. They are like they are every season they come in and they're like, look at the shape of your new hairline. Embrace <laughs> in- it. The first season or the first episode or whatever, when he tried to step to Don and Don was like, you're going to die all alone in that corner office, balding, and girls are only going to go home with you out of pity. He literally hexed him. No. (laughs) He said, he said, I'm actually going to tell you your fate. That was like some juju man, like fucking hoodoo type shit. I don't know what Don got up to when he was Dick Whitman in the mugs (laughs) and shit of wherever the fuck he's from. But I don't know. That was a spell that he cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The foresight was kind of incredible. I was telling Cole, I talked to Cole this the other day, that Don and P are literally little Kim and Nicki Minaj, if you really think about it. Like, especially after that first interaction when, like, he was trying to step to him and then Don read him down like that. I was like, no, they're literally Nicki Minaj and little Kim. Don's like, shut the fuck up. And then I don't. It just it makes perfect sense to me. You know what I mean? Because Pete literally is Don's son, right. and or like wants to be Don's son. And Don just like when he was like, "Oh, like Don, like I'm I'm on your side." Blah blah blah. blah. And Don was like, "Why don't we slow down? Because <laughs> I'm not trying to wake up pregnant." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." 
Wow. It's like, it to me, it's like the little, you know, in, in those TV shows where the older person is holding the head of the younger person and they're like trying to punch at them, but it's yes. like, can't reach that. Yes. Is that entire relationship. No, exactly. Because <laughs> Pete just like, I think it's, yeah, he just felt insecure about the fact that he was a Nepo baby, which like, is fine. But who's trying so hard to be somebody who is not, and it's a dude like you're 26. You look like you're about 14. Why don't you just like, step back and you know just do what you got to do to be here right you know what i mean like nobody like okay they hired you because like you're from the dykeman family or whatever just like own that exactly you know go pick up the tab at lunch and like you brought yeah. you brought in neutrogena okay her when they first talked about neutrogena i was like hold on <laughs> i was like they didn't just invent neutrogena in, in 2003 <laughs> He like, no, P is the one that invented the the splashing the water on your face in the commercial. Yeah. He was in that LA office. He was like, hold on, hold on. Get me, get me water. Get me a spray bottle or some shit. Also, when he tried to bring in, he like him trying and failing to be good at his job was so funny because when he tried to bring in the Admiral television account and they were like, why would they want to market to black people? Like and he was like reading but, the Jet but, magazine. Did you see that picture of him with, like, the hat on? <laughs> I literally post that every Black History Month. <coughs> I'm like, okay, oh civil God. rights icon Pete Campbell. Oh, Jesus. God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have to, like, readjust. Okay. 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 Um, this came to mind also while I was rewatching. The reveal of Don Draper as actually being Dick Whitman. Was it a, was it a gag? I'll say. What do you think? I'll say. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I'm, I spoil things for myself, unfortunately. So, like, I googled mm-hmm. Mad Men and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I kind of knew what was happening. But it's still, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It still just ate a little bit. Mm-hmm. I liked like the build to it and I think the real gag was when Betty was in his office and she was like you're lying you're lying about your identity you're not Don Draper yeah. I think that was the real gag she had him she had him by the tie mm-hmm. yeah also the fact that Pete managed to figure that out before Betty is crazy crazy but that means he was literally obsessed because <laughs> what the fuck do you mean uh going back to my Nicki Minaj theory because hello he's basically a barb <laughs> <laughs> yeah stealing his package that scene where he's like oh i'll just leave it on the desk and then he comes back and swipes it oh man when he like went digging in his trash can in the first episode for because remember the doctor brought in the stuff about lucky strike she was like yeah it's actually wild and healthy whatever and he was like did you tell anyone else about this and she was like no and he's like okay so the research actually didn't happen we're gonna throw it away and then pete went and snatched up the papers from his garbage can and then presented the information to Lucky Strike in the pitch meeting. And Don was like, I know that you got that shit out of my garbage can, you little rat. <laughs> yeah, he actually so is insane. very barb-coded. Like, yeah. he would definitely be on Stan Twitter, like, doxing people. <laughs> Being like, this is their social security. And this is her, this is her American Express card no, number. He, he was the original the original Nepo baby and the original Stan. Absolutely. Because the fact that he was like I I he really he really tried to dox Don, his coworker. <laughs> and it didn't work. Like and he, he wasn't work. even good at that. Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give him his flowers though. He's a fun character. Yeah. Yeah. The little Kim and Nikki. 
when you texted that to me. I think I was like at work. No, that was what I couldn't see. <laughs> and then I read the, I listened to the voice memo and I was like laughing really hard. Oh, that was really good. Your mind is just incredible. Thank you. Neutrogena oh. was his itty bitty piggy. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine peak. Like I need, I need like an AI cover of him being like, "I'm Nicki Minaj, Nicki Lewinsky, <laughs> Nicki the Ninja, Nicki the Boss, Nicki the Howard Jacob Barbie." Like, I mean, I don't even know why you girls bother at this point. The fact that he and Don did not diss each other and very distract one another is really beyond me. But it's just because Don yeah. is a classy guy; he does not care. I actually, literally, have stolen someone's identity, so I yeah. have bigger fish to fry. Right. Who would you say is your favorite Mad Men bad bitch? Um, I, I'm really like a Megan gal. Per. I just think when she got to the show, because it was like kind of random. It didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't see her coming. And yeah. then they're like, oh, we're getting married. I was like, oh. and then it was like, you know, now he has this like cunty uptown apartment and she's, you know, singing Zooby Zoo and shit. And she's, I don't know. I was like, she ate. She's like fashionable and yeah. French Canadian and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, just yum. I love her. The way that they integrated her into the show was so like, because like she was there and it's like, oh, like she's pretty. And like, it just really was like nothing to think about. Right. And then Don was like, do you want to come with me to California? Right. To watch and then my they kids. Yeah. <laughs> and then proposed to her. Honestly, she's just like me. I, yeah. Yeah. I love an attractive man with children. Absolutely. I, I would have done the same thing. And money? So, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. When Joan was like telling her young husband about it, which another person I hate, Fuck Greg. Fuck Greg. Fuck Greg. Also, why is every man named Greg on TV terrible? Oh my him, God. Greg from White Lotus. Cousin Greg. Oh. Cousin Greg. They tried to shoot me for that. They tried to. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to bomb my apartment <laughs> for that. Yeah. They tried to swat you because truth. you said cousin Greg did not give. Yeah. But um, oh my god, when yeah, so I guess after Dawn and Megan came back and they're like, We're married, which I would have liked to have seen that wedding, but they probably just yes. got married at the courthouse. When Joan is on the phone with Greg while he's away at fucking Korea or wherever he's stationed, and she was like, Yeah, and she's 25, as if that's news. I was like, Oh, okay, she kind of spilled. Ate her up. Ooh. Yeah. Joan, uh, that's another one of my girly pops. Like, it's like, Mother. duh, it's already written. Like, I feel like I don't even have to mention her. But, like, if we will, I I will. It's like, Joan is, like, you know, the first, like, woman that we see in the office with, like, power. And mm -hmm. we get to, like, see how, like, like, watching her is, like, very cool because you get to see how you know like someone in like the steno pool the secretary like thing becomes mm -hmm. like a wife and then like exactly. you know and it's like the way that like her like you know marriage story like contrasts mm -hmm. from like trudy campbell and mm -hmm. like all the other like marriages i don't know i just think she's i think she's the doll and yeah. i also love a big fat ass and so like that's why I'm a Roger Sterling. He's like I'm like a Roger Sterling stellium. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I, don't know. I mean, she's so hot. She's I don't know. I I'd be their third. Uh, down. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. She's mother. She Jenny. mother. I'm afraid. 
so hard. Um, I was gonna say Peggy's lesbian friend, who was also in Girls. She plays Shoshin Girls. I forget her name. <sighs> yes. Yes, um, yes, like licking Peggy's face, like because it's like those guys that worked in the office. Like I don't mm-hmm. remember all their names, but it's like they were just so stupid, and they were like so yeah. easily like. They were so easily gagged because they were just like, you know, I don't know. Boring white men. They were boring and, you know, loserish and yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are yours? My mad men bad bitches. Okay, so circling back to Rachel Mikan. Yeah. That's my sister. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what to tell you. Um, the fact that we see her in the boardroom and she like her first like experience with Donna is like She's like, actually, your plan to market my family's apartment store fucking sucks. Yeah. And then she and Don going going head to head. He's like, I'm not going to let a woman talk to me like that. Ah, 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 ah. And she was like, okay, well, I'm not going to follow up with this business. Ah, 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 ah. And then Roger Sterling is like, you got to go. You got to go sort that out, my guy. Absolutely. And then they go to have dinner at like the Zebra Lounge or whatever. And I really, I admire her for like a lot of reasons, but I really admire that she really is like the first introduction to the fact that like this facade that don puts on is not really who he is and she's the first person to Mm. clock it in the entire series and i think that's really interesting because she met him all of twice right now it's her second time meeting him and she was she read him she saw right through him and she read him down she was like yeah i know that you know what it feels like to be out of place and to be disconnected yeah yeah and then um i also kind of love like a like a power like enemies to lovers kind of moment and I really liked their relationship, even though, like, he was married or whatever. But, like, they were sexy. They are both rich. They're both brunette. She's Jewish. She runs her family's apartment store. Um, And, yeah, I just, I don't know. She's, she mothered. She had good looks. She did have She had great outfits. outfits. Like, um, Don is, like, so interesting about when he d- chooses to disclose information because the fact that they were literally like po- post-coital on her couch and she was like what's a tea on your parents and he was like yeah um my mom was a prostitute and she died giving birth to me and um my dad got kicked in the face by a horse and died and yeah just like just casually shared but when betty asked if he had a nanny when he was a kid he was like it's like sex and politics. You don't bring it up. That's the mother of your fucking children, bitch. <laughs> right. That is the mother of your children. But yeah, Rachel Lincoln, that's my sister. I, a bad bitch down. I just, I don't know. I think she's a severely underrated Mad Men character. Very she's my girl. So. I think it's because yeah. it was like she was like restricted to the first season. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people, people are always like, oh, it's like the fourth and fifth season when Mad Men gets really good. But it's like Mad Men was good from the top. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. start there. Yeah, um, she came out the gate swinging. But yeah, she ate. Yeah. yeah, she was just so cunty. Like, totally. and the way that she was not afraid to step to any of the men in the boardroom, right? And like the and defend herself. I was like, yeah, she she she's kind of that girl. Um, some other bad bitches. Doctor Faye Miller, mm. another woman that was like actually like at and that's the thing about Rachel. I think as well is that she was actually at Don's level, but because mm-hmm. of who Don is as a person, he can't actually have somebody who's on his level like mm-hmm. emotionally and like professionally i guess but um i thought she was beautiful and cool um when he called and told her that he, that he got engaged or married or whatever and she was like yeah you only like the beginnings of things i was like oh clocked him she she ate him right up um jane sterling because i don't know you know i love joan but she she kind of what's the word i'm looking for 
she essentially like broke jo- Joan's ankles. Like she was like, ooh, ooh, and like took her man. And honestly, I kind of have to respect that. Like it was very much city girl behavior. Right. Because like, she was all like 22 years old. Him for what? Years. She was literally the Natasha of Mad Men. <laughs> Just the young, young brunette girl who swooped him up. And I kind of have to respect her for that. I don't know. And yeah, that and scene. Yeah. Funny. She, there's like a thing where she's wearing like a hat like it's like the yes um, and it's like a black and white thing. dress right yes 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 and I'm yes like, yeah, that was delish queen. yeah and then that like standoff that they had when jane came back to the office after she and roger got married she was like yeah you know i just i just get a nosebleed every time i go above 86 Street. you know what i mean and she just just rubbing it rubbing joan's nose in it that she was married to roger and joan was not i don't know i love a city girl i'll give it city to girl her jane. I'll yeah, she said, "I'm actually gonna work at this job for a total of three months before yeah. bagging my boss." Right, the little, the little Sterling and Sterling Cooper. <laughs> Good for her. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say last bad bitch, Helen Bishop. Um, yeah, I mean, just like slapping Betty Draper across the face in the middle of Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like she ate that. Being unmarried yeah. and wearing pants and fucking mm-hmm. just having like it's like the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood is like desperate to know your tea. Mm-hmm. You, all up in like what are what are they upstate? Like all of this, everyone wants to know all your things because you're just you're gagging them. You you're giving yeah. them this experience of womanhood that they've literally never had access to. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, she ate. Yeah. Oh my god! In the episode with Sally's birthday party when i guess it was francine's husband who he was kind of sexy i think his name was like ernie or some shit mm-hmm. i don't fucking know but he went up to helen bishop and he was like hey well you know if you ever need somebody to like throw the ball around with your son ah, 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 or take him to the beach or whatever and helen bishop was like yeah and i suppose you know i'll start coming along to the beach with you and then you know one day you'll come drive us home and it'll be raining and then you can walk me inside with an umbrella and we'll laugh about all the funny stuff the kids did at the beach that day and he was like, well, I just don't want you to get the impression that I was suggesting that I wasn't, that I was suggesting something that I wasn't actually suggesting, whatever. And I'm just like, mm. I'm like, mm, I, I have your team. I know what you're doing there. <laughs> she absolutely did. Right. Um, and, you know, her red lip, I'm just like, she ate oh, yeah. that. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, and also just, what's the girl's name? She was in Scandal. And I love seeing. Yes. I love seeing people from some shows and other shows. So mm-hmm. that was fun. She's queenie. Oh, and the fact that she had red hair. Yeah. And her and Joan both had red hair and they were both subversive. Ooh. Wow. Oh, come on, Write casting. Down. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> no come on, English. Yes. <laughs> she was so queenie. I loved her. Also, yeah, her. Wait, she slapped Betty in the face because Betty gave Glenn her hair, right? That's why she slapped her. Or was it something well, else? Like Betty gave Glenn her hair, and then right. she like confronted her about it, and she said some okay. like Betty said some shit mm-hmm. to Helen, and then she slapped her across the face. Damn. Or wait, did Betty slap her? I think she slapped Betty, and I think I feel like Betty made some slick comment about her being a single mom, or like oh she's like don't like don't get me involved in like your family affairs or some shit. Yeah. Somebody got slapped and it was really yeah. man cool. So yeah. in the grocery store in the 1960s, Wu Chow. I'm surprised it wasn't in the newspaper. Oh my god. Okay. Iconic Mad Men storylines. 
I'm going to say Zuby Zuby Zoo. I feel like for one thing, like it's like also just that whole episode, like where we're just like mm-hmm. introducing this new era of yeah. Don Draper, Don Draper, mm-hmm. who's got a new wife and, you know, like all of that, but then still seeing like the, I don't know, like the disconnect, the discomfort, like even though yes. he's like with this new person and he's mm-hmm. starting fresh, like there's still so much that they will never be able to like see eye to eye on and you see that very early in their relationship and like Mm -hmm. her being like I'm gonna do I'm gonna put on this cunty little dress and I'm gonna do this performance in front of all your friends because this is how I like I think you'll be happy with this and like him being like I fucking hate you (laughs) for serving cunt at my birthday um yeah it's very Kendall Roy of him I need them like in character doing like a round table. I don't know. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. And I I just love how like I don't know. The season openers to me are really good because they just like yes. they're they're like, this is where we are right now. And they mm-hmm. do it without just being like, oh, Don and Megan don't really see eye to eye. It's like, oh, they have this like beautiful relationship. Everyone's like, oh my god, they're so cute, but it's like there's the cracks look at the mm-hmm. cracks. make sure you see yeah. them because they're only going to get bigger like this is only the foundation they've been together what, exactly like, three months yeah mm-hmm. so good is that the episode where paul has a black girlfriend and he brings her to the party i think that's earlier okay i think okay. that's earlier paul <laughs> paul having like several transformations in the show being like a civil rights activist then suddenly being like uh i don't know like what kind of spiritual group was he in but he had like oh he was in he was in hari krishna which is a cult yes yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. um when like all the shaved shaved head but like the tiny little ponytail giving kind of stevie wonder um shout out to stevie um but yeah he was funny and like being like i have a black girlfriend but she wants to she wants to go down and like do like actual civil rights stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. <laughs> he wanted to he wanted to post Canva graphics on Maine. That's silly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He he's like a, he posted a black square and was like mm-hmm. my girlfriend's black. Posted a picture of like their hands like intertwined and stuff. Their fingers interlaced and like you know love seasonal color. I just yeah. That was funny. Also, just the fact that he was like, you know what? Let's bring her to the party. Right. Because from literally from the first episode, like we are new to Sterling Cooper. The the racism is very apparent. The anti-Semitism right. was like just right, you know, it was okay. right in your face. And Paul Kinsey's dumbass was like, actually, I'm gonna bring my dark-skinned black girlfriend to my work event where she's <laughs> gonna be the only black person there because I'm progressive. Yeah. Like, sir. I'm gonna make her stick out like a sore thumb. Everyone's yeah. gonna come up to her and like ask her shit and like uh he was like, I'm not thinking about you. Empathy? Right. For you? Right. My prop? No. Nope. Um, also, like, Lane Price's black girlfriend, who's literally fucking what's-her-name from 3LW. No, she's not. Yes, she is! Naturi Naughton, or I forget how to say she Shorty from Power! Yes, the little, the bunny. And he introduces his dad Lane Price. Let's say something about Lane Price. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's kind of giving 
cousin he's giving uncle like I just I just I fuck with him very heavily um yeah and his wife was literally Miss Honey yeah he was just so awkward sometimes like he really like he just gave me really bad secondhand embarrassment sometimes he's such a like because why would you introduce the black playboy bunny to your dad as she's like serving him a Mai Tai right in her bunny costume like (laughs) At the, the fucking brothel where they person. were. Yeah, just deeply unserious. Uh, oh my god, him killing himself in his office was crazy. Insane. insane. Crazy. Like, Whew. everyone, like, people are coming back from lunch and you're just dead. Like, have, like, some decorum. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it's like, well, I just keep thinking of Black China. Embezzle? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Yeah, but shout out to Lane. I feel like his little moment was really good. And I think it was like in the beginning, I was like, oh, what is this guy doing? But then it's like they managed to like, I think with Mad Men, the thing that was really good was that they were able to like give you a character and you're like wary of them. And then they like, mm-hmm. they break them down a little bit for you. And you like, you yeah. just be like, I don't know. I just started to be like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. They're really good at, like, integrating new characters into mm-hmm. the already built-in storyline right. in a way that feels really natural. Yeah. But, yeah. Can you just imagine, like, you come back, like you said, you come back from lunch, you have, like, your takeout bag from Burger Chef or wherever the fuck they ate lunch back then. I don't know. Not Sweet Green. The fucking, what and... is it, the soda shop? <laughs> <laughs> They're holding the glass, like, the milkshake glass. <laughs> They have to give the Coca-Cola bottle like back to the store because they were like, we're going to refill that. (laughs) Thank you. And they're like, yeah, um, the partner of the company actually just killed himself in his office. Oh my God. Like, that's so fucked up. And it's like, how, I don't know, they'll just like be like such a day ruiner. Like, oh my God, now I have to go back to work. Now I have to go back to the typewriter. Someone's dead. Also, they had a fucking open floor plan office, except that the partners had their own offices. So, like, you just, like, you and all your friends are all just sitting in the open floor plan office in, like, an orange chair. Like, oh, but like that say? picture. Oh, yeah. What were you going to say? You're, like, my favorite reaction picture is the one of the, the stock photo of the little black boy in the red shirt scratching his head like this. And that was just all of them after that happened. Just, like. Like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, absolutely mad. I was gonna say the like the epi- the intro to like I think it was season four where they like move offices. Mm-hmm. I was gagging. Oh yeah. I was oh, gagging. Yeah. 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 I love an interior design moment and like No literally. And it was like the way that it was like I don't know, the way they brought it. I remember it because it's like they like come up the elevator and they're all like, oh hey, hey, da-da-da-da. and then they like walk in and it's like you just like they're like, This is the new office, bitch, and you need to like take it in because we're in like mm-hmm. you know this new space. We're in it's like the mid-60s and we're like yep. changing and like look at all the ways that like things are like aesthetically progressing. Like this is, you know, the old office is very 1950, and now we're in the 60s, bitch. Like, what's her name from hairspray? Um not Tracy Turnbull. <laughs> <laughs> the office was their blonde shrinks in their yeah. veins. Yeah. Said, Mama, welcome to the 60s. What? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I, I just... loved it. I loved it. Oh, Mad Men. What about you? So What's much. a good storyline? 
Ooh, okay. Definitely when that guy got his foot ran over by the tractor. I was, I was thinking about that after you mentioned Lane dying. <laughs> when, okay, first off, the fact that... Why were they... Why did they... I just have so many questions. How did they get a tractor up to, like, the 60th floor of their fucking office building? The elevator would not have fit that shit. Right. Number two, why would they think that they could just ride the tractor around the office? <laughs> Number three... They're all sloshed. <laughs> i just like but like like you said like decorum like like i can understand if the tractor was and they're all just like sitting on it like taking pictures on it or some right. shit but they're like we're gonna drive was this before or after kennedy got elected i think i, I can think remember like the, i don't know i know kennedy hmm. got elected very it was like either season one or two and i think that happened yeah in like either yeah it was like i like, feel like that might have been a separate celebration yeah that might have been like a separate celebration now yeah. that i'm thinking about it like the but i think deere oh, deal? yes the john deere account yeah they were riding it around the office then don's useless ass goes to the hospital with joan who is covered in this man's blood and roger sterling who is the least serious person goes oh his foot got cut off just as he got it in the door <laughs> Like that is why there is so much non Draper or not non Draper Roger Sterling in my in my charts. No, exactly. Cause like, why did he eat that? A deeply unserious person. Like, <laughs> yes. And I think in the scene where like the the foot run over happens, where it's like they just sh- they just like show the people standing next to it and the blood just going like on their. <laughs> I'm like, Madman is a comedy, maybe. Like, no, ooh, it yeah. is. <laughs> if you didn't catch it, catch it. Uh, oh, my God. Also, Roger saying that, like, he didn't have two heart attacks back to back. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't. Because never... uh, you, were, you were about to be on your way out the door. So I don't, right. I don't really know. Hooking up with some other girl and her. The, those twins that they were trying to. <laughs> those twin models. Right. Over Labor Day weekend yeah. or something. Oh, my God. When he was like, Mirabelle, Mirabelle. And then Don slaps him across the face and goes, Mona, your wife's name is Mona. <laughs> I was like, it's just too good. Like, <laughs> it's just good to me. It's just good fucking to me. Oh, uh, when, when, I guess Roger tried to make a move on Betty. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, Don took him out to lunch and loaded him up up with oysters, oysters. and martinis, and paid, and paid the elevator, the elevator guy. Say the elevator was broken, and they had to go up thirty flights of stairs, and he puked in front of whoever they were supposed to meet. Uh, I, I said, know. "Okay, Petty King." I yeah, you know what? I love it. Yeah, I'm, honestly, he really ch- also. Do you know how petty you have to be that you also had to commit to going up thirty flights of stairs? Right. Right. He like hydrated. He was like, yeah. <laughs> However, yeah. they fucking hydrated in the sixties. I guess they put his face in front of the water hose, and but like, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was like, doing his I'm lunges gonna... in the bathroom. Absolutely. And I was like, you're you're like sucking down oysters like several rounds. Jesus, I can do like one thing of oysters, and I'm like, the sea. It's inside of me. I hate it. Like they're just like going like. <laughs> They're going like round for round, like oh my god! No, literally gluttony. Okay, and uh, he just like immediately throws up, and they're all just like Jesus fucking Christ, and it's like you can't—he's unfireable. So it's just like, it's just like, damn, that's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? He ate. I'm gonna say Don Petty as hell, messy as king, hell. messy king. 
Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm going to steal identities and I'm actually just going to be a bitch because Don Draper literally, <laughs> I just made him up. Right. <laughs> so... He's like, this is my new person. That's his Sasha Fierce. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Beyonce watched, watched that. Honestly, I feel like she likes a. I feel like she likes a historical drama. I, I feel wait. like she would like Mad Men. She yeah. likes Game of Thrones. I remember she was like a Game of Thrones hmm. girly. I wonder mm-hmm. if she watched Succession. Hmm. hmm. Anyway, enough. We. I feel like we've reached the Beyonce quota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? This is like su- the show is like packed. Yeah, shit. and it's like, seven seven seasons. Yes, like. We don't, we don't get, yeah, because TV shows don't make it past the second fucking season anymore. anymore. I'm trying to think of more iconic storylines. Um, Peggy smoking weed for the first time was pretty funny. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, oh, Joan sleeping with the dude from Jaguar to secure the account was crazy work. Absolutely, Absolutely insane work. Bad. <laughs> um, I feel like there was another one that came to mind, but it's, it's escaping me right now. Um, hmm. Oh, this is, like, not funny, but when Adam came to see Dawn, he's like, get the fuck out. I don't know who you are. <laughs> oh, that's sad, though. Oh, my God. It was sad, but, like, him trying to convince his brother that he knew him at the diner or whatever, and then he's like, I'm literally going to write you a check so that you'll go away. Yeah. Please. So sad. Damn. It's fucked up. Yeah. But also, it was like, okay, like, it was fucked up, but also... I'm kind of teamed on because it's like, you see that I'm out here living a different life. Right. Why are you making shit hot? Right. Read the room. And for what? You want to meet my wife and kids? What the fuck do you think is going to happen? Right. If I oh, do, do you want to explain life? to them? Do right. you want to explain to them that I'm not Don Draper? Like, come on. Right. And it's like, you you didn't think I existed for months, for years. Yeah. Let's go back to this, just, babe. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. He could have read the room some more. And right. I just I just don't know what he was expecting. And I feel this like is not this is us. Like, what did he think was gonna happen there? <laughs> they were gonna do like a flashback season, and then they were like, he was gonna like connect to him, or I don't know. But I think I think one of the things about Mad Men that's like great is, or not great, but it's like it's very it's very like to the point. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like dancing around. Like you know, people were fucking mentally fucked and they didn't have yeah. anything to do about it except drink schnapps and fucking smoke a pack of fucking marlboros like like you know it's like there was mm-hmm. the, the girlies were not going to therapy and if they were going to therapy the therapist was calling their husband to tell them everything they fucking said in the that was therapy so session. insane that was Ugh. so insane i was pissed she has the mind of a child excuse me Bro, she's like 27 and has two kids. Like, let's... Ooh, save her. She's literally right. a Utah Mormon mom. Literally. It's giving Sophie Turner, like... And getting divorced. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Should we discuss iconic Mad Men ad campaigns? Of course. Of course. I mean, I always bring up It's Toasted. I oh. think that I think that it's the funniest shit ever. Like I don't know why it's just like he, he was like he was really grasping at straws there. Like because Lee, what was it? I almost called him Lee Harvey. I was Oswald. gonna say Lee, <laughs> Lee Garner, Garner Junior. and Senior. They fully were like, yeah, we're gonna take our business somewhere else. And he was like, it's toasted. Like they were like, hold on, he's cooking. 
They're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, Don was like that video. Keon, he was like, wait, wait, listen, listen. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I I love I love it's toasted. Um yeah. yeah. What else? I was gonna I say okay. like basket of kisses, like you know, mm-hmm. Peggy's little debut. That's yep. certified classic. That's a classic. Yeah. 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 What else? What about you? Um, okay, the Kodak carousel. Oof. I even at 16 years old or 15 or however fucking old I was, I saw that scene in season one and I was like, this show is something different. Mm-hmm. Like it's it moved me. It mm-hmm. act that just Oof. It moved me for sure. It, yeah. And the pictures and like the story. That man, he can tell a story. What can I say? Like I just and that's his life is literally just him making up stories and telling them. Yeah. Yeah. Um I liked Bethlehem Steel. What was that like your city's like made of like Pittsburgh brought to you by Bethlehem? I think Steel? so. I liked I liked that episode. I liked how they were like, um he was like, I don't like it. And they were like, um, well, stay another night in the city and drink. And he was like, I don't like drinking. And I don't like New York. So actually convince me to stay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I'm gonna say bye bye, Birdie. Bye bye, sugar. All right, Salvatore Romano and his wife. Uh, Sal's a king. Love the gays. Let me tell you. The was... fact that that one shorty in the office did not know that he was gay, and she was like so into him, and he was just like, "Baby, look at me." <laughs> <laughs> it was never gonna work out. Uh, <laughs> and his wife being fucking April Kepner from fucking Grey's Anatomy, like, ugh. poor girl. The moment when like he's doing the bye bye birdie dance in his pajamas in their bedroom. And you can see the wheels turning, and she's like, "This nigga's gay." Right. Like her smile falls, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Because he's like, and then she turns around, and da 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 da. He's like, "This is literally a gay after watching Gaga." Like this is <laughs> that was their Charlie XCX. <laughs> this is literally after the 2009 paparazzi performance at the VMAs, where she was like bleeding and shit. Everyone recalling that that was that was the same thing. Yes. <laughs> Um, what else did I like? I really liked okay, the fact that Conrad Hilton was a character in Mad Men is so wild to me. Yes. But the work that they did on the Hilton campaigns too. Like they really and then like they were like traveling and stuff. So like I was like, okay. I love a I love a location-based episode. Um, I also liked all of the work they did for Samsonite. I will say this came to mind. Them having Heinz as a client, like I realize it's a big deal because I can't think of another ketchup brand in 2023. But when it got to the point where they were trying to advertise the Heinz canned beans, I just could not take them seriously. <laughs> like all I could think of was this nigga eating beans. Like I just I was oh like, you God. guys are literally arguing about a can of beans. Like, shut up. Like you know, like, oh, like the beans can be dancing and doing a ballet. I'm like, they're literally, like, they're literally doing civil rights outside. Like, they're lighting cars on fire outside, and you guys are in this building arguing about a commercial for beans. <laughs> like, they just pissed me off so bad with that shit. Oh, Megan ate that though. Yeah. You know. What, what the fuck was the, even the tagline? I don't know. But she was like, you know, 
even in the future when we all live in outer space they're going to be eating beans i'm like they're not going to be eating fucking beans in the fucking future in that fucking outer space that's not going to be sustainable okay they're going to probably be eating some powdered shit <laughs> what, what the fuck are you, do you mean you think they're going up to space with cans with and that's why she became an actress of beans <laughs> like please be so serious they were that episode just made me so angry because it's like you guys are doing way too fucking much like i'm studying for the regents and you guys are getting red in the face about heinz beans right now oh my God. like it, it was just just unserious behavior i like the ketchup ones though like the mm-hmm. i i think it was like the what's missing and it yeah. was like they had like the burger the fries all that stuff and then mm-hmm. i think peggy had a good one but i forget yeah Ooh, i was gonna say the popsicles Ooh, yeah 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 miss peggy chewed i'm afraid uh yeah yeah she ate that she had the pen <laughs> yeah it was on fire <laughs> she was hooked. uh they just had so many good ones like i was looking at a list of them earlier this week and i was like damn they honestly like because imagine not only are you a writer for tv but you also have to write these fake ad campaigns for these fake characters and they have to be good like they really did what they had to do i'm afraid and it's like they have to like compete with like reality like they still have to Mm -hmm. they have to like make it they can't just be like outlandish and weird like they have to like fit into the ads and the way they were like you know the fucking lemon ad how everyone was like Mm -hmm. gagged because they were like excuse me minimalism are you kidding me are you kidding me like nowadays the fuck the way the lemon ad had everyone gagged i'm like you can't open a vogue without seeing that ad 70 different in 70 different variations yeah (sighs) i also just loved the cure for the common breakfast i think being sloshed and being like hold on hold on i got it you got it Okay, I love that episode. And that actually is one of my favorite scenes of Mad Men, I think, in the whole show. I love the fact that they were trying to hire Jane Sterling's, like, like third cousin or some shit. And his portfolio was all the same thing. But he just switched the last word. That was real <laughs> as fuck. And then when they were, like, once again, like, with the with Lucky Strike, he was, like, just trying to, like, spit something out. Right. And then he was just, just of course, he spat out the stupid thing that Jane's cousin said. Right. You know, I did really like when, and it's funny because he just said it so offhand when he was like, life, it's sweetness never ends. I was like, oh, he He kind of eat life by the bowl full. He kind of, yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah. King. Oh, I, I, I think the suitcase episode, like everyone like regards it as like one of the best in the series and it is really good. And I like the Samsonite, like being like the boxing thing or whatever yeah how that like just ties together like the full episode and how the boxing match between like don and peggy and like yes. oh yeah mm-hmm. oh my God. remember the sugar sugar i almost said sugar bear hair i was gonna the say sugar, sugar berry <laughs> the sugar the sugar berry hands when they made the two oh my God, they fight made outside of the fight school. yes <laughs> they like uh, oh my God. Uh, they're so insane they're literally stan twitter like like oh let's like stage a fight let's stage a fight <laughs> i don't know that was funny god uh, that was so funny mad man i could yeah. go on and on and on maybe Honestly, we'll have to do like a part two like <laughs> yeah <laughs> in a maybe we'll do like a madman like elect 
Mad Men Part 2 Electric Boogaloo or some shit. Because <laughs> I'm sure we're going to come up with more stuff later. Absolutely. We'll be like, fuck, yeah. we didn't talk about this. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. But girlies, if you're not already tapped into Mad Men, get into in. it. Get into it. It's really It's girl. so fun. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, there's so much, you know, it's like, yes. you can be there for the plot, but you can also just mm-hmm. be there for the vibes, or you can just be mm-hmm. there for the outfits, or you can just be mm-hmm. there for like the historical, whatever, exactly. or you can just be there for the ads. Like there's really so it's like a buffet. You know? Yes, there is something so for much everyone. to get. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really a gorgeous show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. A full two hours in, and we're at the weekly <laughs> <laughs> well i, love I mean um, it, we have to do one of the greatest shows of all time justice absolutely and it is also one of our shared favorite shows so true yes <laughs> <laughs> Whew, okay. all right let's dive into the weekly brief let's hear it i'm really excited for this one um my hate this week so far i'm three for three on three separate weeks in which i was um capital a assaulted with music in public um yeah so let's let's go let's go down the list number one i'm sitting seated outside the starbucks reserve roastery on ninth avenue trying to kill some time before i have to go to work why is there a young white man no more than 21 years old sitting in the outdoor dining booth with a ukulele playing creep by radiohead and singing along at 1 30 in the afternoon on a weekday no with a ukulele uh-uh. a ukulele you know what I mean? But anyway, so I'm coming home with one of the boys. I'm already annoyed at him because this is the second time this week where I went and tapped my phone to swipe in the turnstile and he pushed through the turnstile and he did it on purpose. So he essentially stole my swipe. So I'm already annoyed. And then we get on the train and there's a white man with an amplifier, a microphone stand and a guitar. And I'm already like, my fight or flight is already triggered, but I'm like, you know what? It's the afternoon. This train's going to Brooklyn. It could it could be anything. He could just be transporting his stuff. It's fine, whatever. He's like kind of shuffling around. He sat. He was standing. Then he sat, whatever. And then, of course, as we're going over the Manhattan Bridge, he plugs in the amp to the microphone <laughs> and starts singing on the train. Full of. And never in my twenty, nearly twenty five years of living in New York, have I ever wanted to climb out of the moving train and just let myself fall off the bridge. And then oh today God. again. Me and the kid are on a different train coming home. And right before our stop, a guy gets on with a speaker. I'm like, oh my fucking God, he's going to like dance or some shit. And it's like, it's like three in the afternoon. So it's crowded. And he's like, oh, like he's introducing himself. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm an artist. Ah, ah, ah. I just read this book called The 48 Laws of Power. I was like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, this is my song that I wrote about the book. It's such a good book. And then he started playing it. And then luckily it was our stop. And I got off. Um... To that, I have to say, um, I think we need to make it illegal. I'm sorry, because the music does not hit. You guys are not talented. We're not on How I Met Your Mother. I'm sorry. And it just, it's just so disruptive because, like, I don't know. It just, it kind of is akin to, like, people who masturbate on the train. Like, you just want attention so badly. And now my day has to be ruined because your parents didn't look at you enough when you were a kid. Like, it's sick. It's sick and twisted. And then, especially when I'm with... The kid that I need for, I can't really just put my headphones in because I got to, you know, I'm taking care of the youth. Yeah. You know? <sighs> so um, the fact that it's happened three times already, that is four times too many for me. And no, it just, it has to end. We, no, 
no, they're going like third when the draft comes back because you guys, you guys cannot be doing this. You're not Billy Joel. You're not Harry Styles. You guys are not that guy. You're never going to be that guy. You're not going to get discovered on the fucking train. Don't piss me off. <laughs> it's like, what do you think is going to happen? You're like on the train and then like Jay-Z like pulls off his hood and he's like, oh yeah. Yeah, brother. Come. This come. is their boy math. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I'm going to get on the train. I'm going to get discovered by someone at Rock Nation. Like, like be so serious right now. It's like, there's so many more effective ways to get discovered. Literally just post a TikTok. And if you're a actually TikTok. good, like being on the train and pissing people off, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna do the trick anymore, right? Maybe in fact, in the 80s. it's exactly. And what if I what if I did work at Rock Nation? I'm definitely not signing somebody who thinks it's appropriate to disrupt the train at three thirty in the about afternoon. The Forty fucking laws of power. Are you kidding me? Of all the things to write songs about, literally, a fuck the early fall breeze. I, you could write about that. <laughs> Fucking forty. I just I can't like they like I said they used to work in advertising and provide for their whole families, right? And now they're disrupting my commute right. on the train. It's really nasty. I was gonna say if like train performers should have to get like a permit or at least like male train performers, like they should have to audition like an American Idol in front of like a panel and then if they are able to like perform on the train they have like a little sticker that they wear or something mm -hmm. yeah. i agree i will say though i was on my way home a couple nights ago and there was like these three or four teenage black boys and i think two of them were holding violins one of them was holding a cello one of them was holding some other instrument and they were playing music on the train late at night and i was like it was honestly really pleasant like it was really wow. sweet like they were playing some jazz music and i was like see i would i would give them a record deal you know, I would I would scoop them up. I would invest in their careers. Right. You know what I mean? Because it was actually like it added to the ambiance. It was late at night. It was raining. Like it was actually really wholesome right. and really sweet. And it's like but and, it's not like it was like a busy like commute. Like everyone's trying to get somewhere, and the train's packed and blah blah blah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think they were just simply. I think they were just simply coming home from like band practice or wherever they were. And it was just, it was really wholesome. So I'm not like anti the arts, you know what I mean? I just, I just need us all to read the room. And also I just, I think we need to be better at assessing our strengths and weaknesses. And for a lot of y'all, you need to reassess the weaknesses because mm. it's not giving. Um, <laughs> my loves this week, I forgot this last episode, chocolate chip cookies with sea salt. I hope mm. whoever came up with that shit gets their pussy ate from front to back every single day for the rest of eternity. It just, it's too good. And also, I know that Carmi wishes that he came up with that. Like, he was like shaking and trembling. Yeah, he, I know he, he definitely like punched a hole in the wall because he didn't come up with putting sea salt on a chocolate chip cookie. Fuck! Um, <laughs> he was like, Marcus! Because <laughs> like, he literally made Richie's girlfriend Sprite. Right. But he didn't think to put sea salt on a chocolate chip cookie greatest chef in the world like, yeah <laughs> right um my last love for the week right now is i'm on nfl tiktok which i've been talking to pretty much everyone who will listen about it's like specifically like mic'd up nfl tiktok so like they're like on in practice or in games with their mics on and you get you get to just see them like not playing and i think it's really cute and i think it's really wholesome and their social media teams are like doing a good job of putting up that content and it's making it's like endearing me to them mm -hmm. and 
I'm specifically into the Jets because I'm a New York girly. And also the first video that I got on there, it was a clip from Hard Knocks, which is basically they follow an NFL team mm-hmm. in the training camp season before each season. And this year they're following the Jets. And there's this clip where the defense the defensive lineman Solomon Thomas is talking to the D-line. And he's like, yeah, I want to take all of y'all to MJ the Musical if everybody wants to go. And one of them is like, nigga, I do not want to go there. <laughs> and the other one, and then the other one is like, remember when you said that he's, and they're like best friends. So the other guy, his name is Tanzel Smart. He was like, remember when you said that you didn't want to take me to a Broadway show? And Solomon Thomas was like, okay, well, I said that because I feel like you're going to be talking during the play. And I really want you to respect the performers. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then, no. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I really want you to respect the performers. And then Tanzel Smart is like, do you guys hear this? He's like, I want to go to a Broadway play. I want to eat a carcucci board. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it was, like, so sweet and wholesome. And then I was like, who's the, who's Mr. I want to respect the performers? Like, yeah. <laughs> and so Solomon Thomas, if you're listening to this somehow, I don't know. I, like, I did my research. He's a Virgo. Who? Went to Stanford. Oh, wow. Which, I don't that's pretty good for a football player. Not one to play, dumb. but right, right. Right. Um, he is a white mom biracial, but the fact that he's a millionaire and went to Stanford and a Virgo, like, I can, I think I can look the other way. The Zendaya, um, the Zendaya properties, I think. Like, exactly. a lot of them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I need him. Like, I haven't had, like, I haven't had, like, a good, a good, like, a fictional crush in a while, or, like, a good, like, imaginary crush in a while, and I just, I need him so bad. I and honestly, that. once I get on Ryan a year and a half, and yeah. Off. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah. I just, I don't know, what did my parents come here for if not for me to marry a professional athlete? So real. And, like, you, know what you I mean? as like, a wag, like, you, like, yeah, you would eat that, I feel. like. I, like, can you, the me bag and my... matching the... And the, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, me in the 30-inch jet black bus down with the dark olive Telfar bag I was at MetLife Stadium. <laughs> like, just... Right. Yeah. <sighs> exactly. Yeah, and so, yeah, I'm just really into the NFL right now. The NFL as a concept is just so crazy to me. I've been, like, historically anti-NFL because the idea of, like, a bunch of rich white oligarchs owning teams of black people and, like, forcing them to play a sport that damages their brain is like kind of scary to me but my opinion is slowly being changed like I do still believe that but also I'm warming up to a little bit a little bit and also the fact that they invest like all of this time and energy and money because they're like oh like we want to win the Super Bowl the Super Bowl is fucking fake they literally made that shit up and if we actually taxed billionaires appropriately maybe we would have a functioning society and no Super Bowl but Mm. hey and then also, Aaron Rodgers got signed to the New York Jets this year, and he had he tore his Achilles heel or whatever last week, like two games into the season or some <laughs> shit. And it's just so wild to me because like he's forty years old, like nigga, it's time for jazz. <laughs> and also, he he dated Olivia Munn. Yeah, he's wild. Just like he's like a like he does like ayahuasca, but he's like anti vaccine stuff. He was engaged to Shailene Woodley, oh and. My God. I'm just imagining, I'm like, okay, imagine you're like a 22-year-old black boy. You just got signed to the NFL. And your fucking co-worker is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like, it just kind of doesn't make sense to me a little bit. But I think that's what I like about it. It's kind of, you know... It's fun. It's It's, like it's kind of like reality TV in a way. Like, how mm-hmm. it like mixes, you know, all the different personalities together. I was, yeah. like, people were saying, like, 
sports are literally just boy reality tv and i was mm-hmm. like yeah because mm-hmm. they're like oh my god what did he say oh my god now he's out for the season <laughs> it's just literally like real housewives exactly yeah shout out yeah. to the super bowl i feel like america is never gonna get rid of the super bowl they need to sell wings mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like they, they're like we have to get these out of here you know and yeah also just like pizza and doritos <laughs> my family was like never a sports family but i want my family to be a sports family one day so i have to figure out how i'm gonna like make that happen for myself but i would love to go to a super bowl party next year maybe like a, like a straight white super bowl party you know like i'm trying to eat some wings i'm trying to have dominoes i did not pay for exactly i want a little dip moment we need to right. find yeah i think we, like that needs to be a mission for the winter is like find white people yes that we can go to their house for this <laughs> yes maybe like mm-hmm. brooklyn white people so they'll like have snacks from like you know like whole foods and shit yeah like rich brooklyn yeah add it to the list let's write it down in the google doc <laughs> yeah but that's pretty much all i've got this week yeah for the weekly brief nice well you know Again, let's start with hate. I feel like I always just have like a little, like a series of little hates that just like <laughs> shit that pissed me off in the last two weeks. Um, number one, the kids can't read discourse. I, you know, there's like the person who made the TikTok, the teacher who was like, the kids are in seventh grade and they're reading at a fourth grade level and it's really fucked up. And <laughs> like, I understand that. And I do think that like I've been screaming from the rooftops that this is an issue that people like are like, young people on social media are like not doing reading comprehension and it's like they physically can't it's not that they don't want to they can't Mm -hmm. um and like now that it's like being like more of like a discourse conversation everyone has their little two cents and they're like oh well this is why the covid lockdown all that stuff and i'm like i'm like you are one of the people who can't read like it's you you were the child who should have been left behind, who got put all the way through to the 12th grade, and that they gave him a cap and gown. That's you. Yeah. That's you, babe. Yeah. You slipped through the cracks of the system. Mm-hmm. You're literally a victim of George Bush. And now you're tweeting. Now you're tweeting and you, you're capitalizing every first word, every letter of every word, because you don't know. Let's wake that up. Because like, proper nouns just don't. They just didn't sink in for you. Right. You're putting a space before your period. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And there, there, and there is... You've never gotten right, your baby. They just... Defiant indefinitely. Right. Lose and loose. <laughs> Ooh, that one makes my skin hot. Lose and lose make... Oh my god, they're definitely the one that when their family member dies, they put, you know, you'll always be my angle in heaven. <laughs> like, they don't even do that. They just do, like, an emoji. Like, just the just the, the, the bird <laughs> and the heart emoji. Yeah. Emo- like, yeah. like, a lot of you send emoji-heavy texts because you can't, you don't mm-hmm. have the ability to verbalize things. And now you want to come and talk about why education in America needs to be reformed and how you think it should happen. You know, you like you tweeted that you think college is useless and that you could learn everything you need to know on YouTube. Why should we listen to you? Right. 
why would I listen to you? (laughs) It's like, I don't know. I just think, and I don't know. I think it just really bothered me because it was like, clearly like there is an issue. I'm not denying Mm -hmm. that there isn't an issue. I just feel like, like, it's like the people, like we don't, like people don't understand that they are part of the issue like that they Mm -hmm. have also like the systems that are failing the kids today have been failing kids for decades it's just that they didn't have a massive fucking pandemic that forced people to stay home for several months that exacerbated Mm -hmm. the issue and made it very clear there wasn't social media for teachers to be like oh my god guys the kids can't fucking read that's crazy Mm -hmm. so it's like yes all these things seem like they're very relevant to this situation right now but it's like it's it's not just it's not just the kids of today it's exactly. it's been a trickle down thing okay mm-hmm. i don't know like yeah yeah i don't know and it's like it's it's just really upsetting like to see and see like how america is like just you know systematically just like destroyed now we're um, education like we're fucked I need everyone to like just digest that. Like there's no yeah. like even if we spend our entire lifetimes like repairing it, it's like the fact is it's going to take our entire lifetimes because there are people in this country who literally don't want children to know how to read. They want everything behind a paywall and they want, yeah. you know, they like they just don't care for children's education. They want you they want your kids back in the fucking mines. They yeah. want your kids fucking losing fingers sorting the chicken and making fucking deciding what's gonna be a chicken nugget and what's gonna be a wing they like they like and and your kids are like oh well maybe i should actually do that because i just feel i think that getting you know arts education doesn't really matter liberal arts is stupid and i think that learning history and just discourse in general yeah i like yeah discourse in general is just so nasty and i don't know it's times like this where i just feel like maybe the conversation around net neutrality needs to be revisited because a lot of people I just don't think need to be engaging with the rest of us online. Teffy tweeted one. She was like, I honestly think that every year you guys should have to take a test to be allowed internet access. Right. And then even then it should be limited because you guys are very dumb. Yeah. Like, it's true. Like, the, it should, like, literally be, like, a sliding scale. Like, what you score equates to, like, how much time you get to spend online. Unless you are yeah. doing active research. Yeah. Looking things up. People don't yeah. like looking things up and they like speaking with their chests and it's mm-hmm. really upsetting and it's really devastating. And like, you know, doing the TikTok stuff and being unable to just mute comments um, so people can just write paragraphs and paragraphs of shit, mm-hmm. run on sentences, nary a comma in sight. Yeah. Um, and it's like I, you know, I'll sit and like try to like communicate and like have a discussion because I like I do think that discourse is beneficial. I mm-hmm. love Socratic seminar in school, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like, you can't talk like, to people who are not willing to listen or comprehend. Right? It's like I'm just yeah. trying to do Socratic seminar with a kindergartner. It's not gonna fucking happen. Right. I'm not equipped for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like we have the means to communicate. We have the internet. It's great. I think that like. You know, I do love how the world is connected to each other. I like how I can go on TikTok and see what some girl in Singapore is doing, uh, Mm -hmm. like, on her day off or whatever. I love that. But it's, like, the fact that we, like, it's, like, let's dial it back a bit. Like, we, I think we just advanced too far with technology. And I think we need to, like, just take it a couple ticks back. Let's go to, like, I don't know, 2010. I think that was a good time technologically. I think everyone needs to just spend more time outside. Yeah. Truly. 
I don't know how we're gonna do it, but I think I well, think they apply. Just shut down the apps. No Twitter yeah. for a day. <laughs> oh, Worldwide yeah. Day of Play used to have me pissed. And I'd be right back on Disney Channel. <laughs> like, okay, well, I didn't want to watch Dora anyway. Right. So, my, my home channel, honestly, I was a Disney girl. I wasn't a Nickelodeon oh, yeah, girl. So I was like, you know, when you like switch over to Nickelodeon because Disney's on commercial. And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're doing Worldwide Day of Play. Never mind. Let me go yeah. back to where I belong. <laughs> um, yeah, but like Death to Discourse, I think that like, Instead of having these conversations and screaming into the void that is the internet, why don't you like talk to a friend? Like try that. Right. Try that. Have a dis- have that discussion with your friend before you write a tweet. Did you see that girl today that was like arguing about pronouns in the email signatures? But her name was Alex with an I. Her, yeah, <laughs> so her name like, was Alex with an I. You literally are not like the most non-binaryist uh <laughs> you just you your name is literally you're giving Beishi. Be- so <laughs> right and um she's like oh so like are we putting like is this a thing that people are doing now and not like a like a like a genuine like coming from a place of like earnest asking you know right. so people were like girl you have a gender neutral name wouldn't you want to be gendered correctly right by your peers and she's like well, blah, 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 blah. well i'm gonna mute this tweet why are you guys bringing up my name if i'm talking about pronouns and i'm like because you have a gender neutral name. And because do you know what know... pronouns are fucking referring to? I think we used to build pyramids. Ooh. Like I can't anymore. I can't. <laughs> and I think like, okay, don't even get me started on the fucking pronoun stuff because like these people don't know parts of speech. They only know what pronouns are because someone on right-wing Twitter told them to get upset about it. Ask right. them about adjectives. Ask them about an adverb quickly did i ever tell you i had to explain to a grown man what an adjective was when i was 19 years old jesus h christ yeah yeah we're we're so done we need like i don't know like i feel like in school when i was growing up like we just had like very intense like grammar moments like i had an english Mm -hmm. teacher in 10th grade who was just like bitch if you don't know what a fucking past participle is you're not passing my class She'd be like, what is this? It's a gerund. Say, tell us it's like, point to the fucking gerund in the word. And even though Shorty was like a mad, like Trump Republican, whatever, um, shout out to Miss Dickerson. She still ate that. Like, I still, Mm -hmm. the reason why I am the way I am, it's her. She ate. Exactly. Um, Yeah. yeah. But like, shout out to the teachers also. Again, like, you guys deserve so much more than you're given. Um, Yeah. Also, I saw Bottoms a couple weeks ago. And I went to the AMC because they weren't showing it at the theater that I really like. Um, mm-hmm. And I went to the AMC by my house and it was like right after work. It was cute. And I liked the movie, but the popcorn was abysmal. Ooh. I fucking hated it. I put butter on it. I thought it was going to be a good time. It was really just like soggy, like popcorn. It was it, like, it didn't even give popcorn. It was disgusting. And Sorry. the girl, you know, how when you go to AMC, they're like, oh, well, this is the small. I was like, can I get a small popcorn? They were like, this is the small. And I was like, oh, shit, like, that's too small. And then I was like, okay, I'll do a medium. She was like, well, if you do a large, it's just like $1 more. And I was like, oh, my God, okay, you got me. You got me. I'll pay the I'll So you had this gallon bag so of terrible popcorn. So I had this fucking popcorn. massive thing of popcorn. I'm eating it. I'm, like, trying to, like, like maybe the butter is like, just gone a couple layers in, and I have to do a little bit of excavation, some archaeology. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I like to work mm-hmm. for things. 
but it was just nasty all the way through. And like, I'm really glad that I snuck in my sour punch straws because I would have just suffered through that mm-hmm. whole movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, like AMC, what the fuck? No, that's crazy. That's homophobic. It's like, like literally they're like, oh, she's going to see Bottoms. Let's give her the shit. Let's give her the nasty fucking popcorn that's been here for six days. It was also, vile. not them doing that to Io Debris tether. Oh, like, like, that's sick. Like, I'm going to call her. And then what? And then what? I'm gonna go to a house with scissors, like in us, and I'm gonna and then what? <laughs> I think I need to rewatch us soon. It's been a minute. Oh my god, us was scary. Like I was actually like I, I was in I was in DC when I saw well, when I saw us and mm-hmm. I was like walking home in the dark and I was like, <laughs> I was, like No, literally scary. like I'm not a horror movie person. We should definitely do a Jordan Peele episode. Ooh, I'm not yes. a horror movie person by any means, but when I do see a horror movie, it's always Jordan Peele. And that shit always has me shook for, like, days after. Like, I remember going down into my basement. Because, like, I, like, we, like, utilize our basement. I, like, live in my basement right now. I remember going down the stairs before I lived down here. And I was like, oh, my God, what if my tether pops up? And I was like, bitch. Right. Why would that happen? <laughs> <laughs> right, I was, like, walking to, I was walking to my door, but I was, like, in the, like, walking by, like, the McDonald's. And I was like, oh, my God, my tether's literally, like, sitting under a car. Like in the drive thru, and she's gonna crawl out and fucking stab me in the neck. The right jumpsuit. Uh, I wonder what her hair looks like. Is she in Bantu knots? And then, yeah. But I was like, okay, let's be serious. But yeah, I, you know, I love a good movie. Um, my final hate is that the Renaissance World Tour is ending. I. I don't know. Like, I don't know what this lady expects me to do. This has been the thing that's been keeping me alive since May. Mm-hmm. And now she's, I'm just, I just have to like now beyonce is not gonna be posting on instagram she's gonna be like doing stuff like spending time with her family and shit right that's annoying her kids hair. like get a grip right. why didn't you like why aren't you going to fucking australia why aren't you like why the the girlies have been begging you to come to brazil since single ladies dropped and Literally. you haven't you haven't listened to them also a four-month tour girl <sighs> and you know like i'm not you know i'm not a swifty but um their little friend is kind of eating you up in that department. She's going on tour. She's restarting that shit. And, and right. the fuck, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, she, I know she's about a bag, and I know Beyonce's like, oh, I don't need, you know, I, I don't need a bag because I have like the love of my family or whatever the fuck. But like, honestly, like, be serious. Right. I don't know. Like, we're just gonna, we're just supposed to do nothing. Right. While the Eras like, tour girlies are buying out all the beads on Amazon. And gagging like, and being, and ooh. And pissing me the fuck off, fainting over this lady who does not do a two-step. Jesus. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. Like, just I doesn't... just, like, can you imagine being in one of their brains? Like, you're just being that easily satisfied. Oh, like, my God. Probably got married right out of high school. <laughs> like, they have a kid named Jackson with an X. Yeah, like, just so simple. <laughs> And like a Braley, a Bra- Braley, and it's like Lee, like L I L E I G H. Man, like unfortunately, I have insane amounts of taste. It's all the tourists in my chart. Like I don't know what to tell you, you know. But anyway, speaking of Beyonce, uh, one of my loves is just Megan and Beyonce. Again, I just want to like reiterate. I love women. I love when women that's the end of the sentence i think Mm -hmm. that you know and megan in her little videos that she posted when she was like on the tour was just so hot 
and I love oh, you. Yeah. I don't know. There's no, no one is ever going to make me hate either of them. And I know they just have people just hate on them. And I'm just like, you know what? Do that. But it's never going to get to me. You're never going to yeah. make me hate Megan the fucking stallion. And you're never going to make me hate right. Beyonce. I love them. Shout out to Houston, even though exactly. I've literally never been there. Me either. And I'm like, I think the podcast needs to do a Houston trip. Houston trip. One Next day. time Beyonce goes on fucking tour, I'm going to the Houston show, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be at the houston show yeah exactly um my next love is another song it's get me got me started by troy sivan here's the thing troy sivan i loved his little youtube era i lo- like you know when the coming out videos were happening in like 2014 his really got to me and like just you know i was like oh my god oh my god like kurt from glee oh my god that's crazy that's amazing um also like yeah troy like is a white South African whose family moved to Australia at, in the mid to late 90s. Like, we know what that means. And, like, apartheid, we know that your parents were like, actually, we love apartheid. We love that shit. Um, <laughs> but the little song is cute. I like it. Yeah. I like the choreography. I like that Troy Sivan is like, you know, he's got, he's like, we're going to dance. He's like, we're going to do an eight count. And okay. yeah in a music video like i feel like i'm trying to think of like music videos like the girls are not really dancing in music mm-hmm. videos the girls aren't really you putting know? out videos anymore exactly exactly and it's like it's mm-hmm. not like a big moment it's like oh the song's out and the music video's out if you want to see the music video it used to be like right. oh my god the music video is premiering on like bet and this and this and that whatever mm-hmm. um, trl Ooh, what a throwback oof. we need to, like i was like we need to bring back institutions everything is so like you know it's so scattered. It's so scattered about. It's like you could fully just get your understanding of pop culture from one fucking person who mm-hmm. pulls from Twitter and whatever they're interested in and then spits it out back at you. And it's like we need like we need like fucking TRL. We need fucking yes. we need, or like the I love series like where mm-hmm. it's like I love the 80s. I love this. It's yeah. like we need to have and like even like girl code, guy code. They're like it used to be like there used to be institutions. There used to be mm-hmm. just like places where you can hear lots of opinions. and you know pick which one you liked the best instead of just hearing one because you happen to follow this person and you like their vibe and their aesthetic and now your entire worldview is centered on something that they said in a 15 second tiktok anyway but it was a cute little bob shout out to troy Mm -hmm. um and then finally i just want to say my love is a little computer game i feel like i work on my computer all the time and like sometimes i'm like oh working sucks and so then i open another window and i play spider solitaire and i think there's so much joy in that i've talked to like men and they're like no i don't know how to play spider solitaire like a large a vast majority of men don't know how to play spider solitaire and it's crazy to me and then also um i have a little i have a little group chat with my friend and her mom and we do the um new york times um crossword puzzle like the mini and then we also do the that game connections so Mm -hmm. good and like we send each other our results every day it's amazing and i just you know i just love a cute little game i just feel like yeah i'm trying to like you know i'm trying to especially as we're leaving like the hot months we're getting to that period where i like think about leaving the house more often because i just get to wear a sweater and like a little coat um and i'm starting to like you know just be like oh the world around me is so great and cool and like i'm just trying to like re-embrace that and so yeah. yeah i'm just i love my little computer games i love and you know yeah. like back in the day my scene oh and yeah girl sense 
and barbie.com exactly exactly and even even the disney channel.com i was in there the rest of oh yeah i was in there i was yeah. doing the doing the fucking sweet life of zach cody pizza maze where you have to get <laughs> to the top floor of the fucking tipted hotel okay <laughs> girls who know mm. know um oh yeah well, yeah, I just I just love having a little fun. I love a little whimsy, and like those have just been like keeping me sane. So yeah, I love that for you. Maybe I'll maybe I'll tap in. I feel like I need a computer game moment. Like yeah. I was playing Tiny Tower on my phone for a little bit, but the screen is too small, and honestly, I got yeah. bored. If I could somehow play my scene in Barbie.com again, I definitely would. Totally, I'll figure it out. I was like, maybe I should start Twitch streaming, but I just play like dress up games. I would be tuning in. I'll be I'll be one of those like insanely rich tw- Twitch streamers, or I'm just playing mm-hmm. like Spider Solitaire, and I'm like dragging the <laughs> <laughs> You're dragging the cards and eating sushi. <laughs> the little, little firework happens at the end. It's like <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we're like 16 hours into <laughs> our telethon. Um, we should literally do like an iCarly 24 hours. <laughs> And honestly, it would be so easy. Because no- no, we don't shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, but fun episode. I love yes. Mad Men. Go watch Mad Men. Love Mad Men. Yes. Yes. And good All night. Right. Good night. See you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.